higher you get on the mountain, the more treacherous the climb. We are in the third week of the IHSAA football state tournament. East Central still alive after a scare last week against South Dearborn. The EC Bad Boys are hoping to play once again tonight. Seniors like Alex Maxwell, Doug Rosemeyer, and Brett Fox are not ready to call it quits yet. Standing in their way tonight is an Edgewood team going through a renaissance season. Trophies on the line tonight. So who wants it more? We'll find out together. It's Trojans. Mustangs. Next. It's a hometown tradition. Playing under the bright lights in front of family and friends. Playing for the pride and glory of the name across the front of the jersey. Playing for the love of the game. The hometown tradition continues. Your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3, is your home for high school sports. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Buffalo Wings Springs and Greendale, the City of Lawrenceburg, Community Spirit Credit Union, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacy in Dillsboro, Rising Sun and Lawrenceburg, Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Ag Ford in Greendale, Parker Mary Health, Steve Sunoco VP, Jim Trick Ford in Brookville, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Gary Trapel, sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet, Savista Bank, St. Passage Inc., U.S. Army, Laura Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels Inc., and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. The hometown tradition continues right now on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Good evening and thanks for joining us for Indiana High School Football. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan pregame show. With the coach Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Furlberg. We are live from Ellisville, Indiana, just west of Bloomington, where the 10-1 and third-ranked Central Trojans pay a visit to the 8-3 Edgewood Mustangs in the 4A Sectional 23 Championship game. East Central should perhaps be uh, thanking their lucky stars or counting their lucky stars if they're still in the playoffs. After getting past South Dearborn in the sectional semifinal thriller last week, 9-7 the final, it was a controversial finish, but hey, a win is a win. Like the Trojans get Edgewood on the red artificial turf here in Ellettsville. Chuck, last year, these two teams met in the opening round and EC came the Mustangs 48-6. But this year, Edgewood, they turned their record around. You see a more competitive game happening tonight. Uh, quite possibly. It depends on East Central. They've been kind of up and down. We've seen them at very, their very best. Uh, we saw them in a third quarter where Greensburg ran right over them, uh, held the ball 19 plays, and kept the ball for all the quarter except 51 uh, seconds. We see them come back against uh, a, a good beach go team. Uh, and then last week, their offense was stymied by the uh, South Dearborn Knights. So it kind of depends. I, they're not... To me, they're not playing like you want to play at the sectional time. Hot and heavy, and we'll see. They may get it started tonight, and they'll need to. This is a fine team they're playing. Edgewood, they come in at 8-3. They defeated Silver Creek in the sectional semifinal last week. That was a 23-15 final score. 
East Central, they got by South Dearborn, as we said, 9-7. to It was an instant classic in St. Leon last Friday night. You heard it here on Eagle Country 99-3. Chuck, had it not been for the leg of Hayden Browndike knocking through three field goals for the East Central Trojans, uh, one of them with just 6.6 seconds remaining to give them their first and only lead of the game. The Trojans have been turning in their pads this past Monday and will be covering South Dearborn here tonight. Absolutely right. And uh, it was a... Uh... You know, there were some spots. One of the things that has bit uh, East Central time and time again is penalties. If you remember, a a touchdown was called back uh, by a holding penalty. There was another big game when they were rolling, and they got called for a penalty. Late in the game, they got a pass interference call, which gave South Dearborn the ball uh, inside, you know, in their territory. And, uh, you know, they kind of... um, a guy went out of bounds when he shouldn't have went out of bounds, kept the clock going. Sure. That that doesn't happen. Who knows what happens in the game? You can't say they win or lose. You don't know what could happen. You know, there's a lot of dynamics in the, in the series. But uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is you can't make those penalties against good teams. And, and South Dearborn's a good team. This is a good team, good team also. So penalties could play a big part in this also. Well, let's talk about the Trojans this season. Well, uh, as it often does, and as the player will probably say the name most of tonight, is Alex Maxwell, the senior quarterback, all EIAC, uh, likely to repeat in that uh, category. Also, arguably, the Eastern Indiana Athletic Conference's Offensive Player of the Year, at least in the 4A division. 942 passing yards, eight touchdowns against his four interceptions. And on the ground, he's over 1,000 yards now, 1,040 yards. 7.1 yards per carry and 25 touchdowns. And then Eric Rosemeyer. Rosie's been having a great season as well, as you would expect as a senior. Behind another strong East Central offensive line, 1,511 rushing yards and 15 touchdowns. But then seven times a season, he's ran for more than 100 yards. Yes, a uh, good one-two punch. Uh, last week, uh, Maxwell didn't have his typical game. But you know what? He, he He's a gamer. On the line, okay? Uh, I've seen it happen down at uh, Evansville Wrights. He throws a, a, what they called a Hail Mary, but it you know, wasn't one of these big high passes. It was a great pass to a receiver that won the game as time expired. This time, we see a crazy play where the ball's on the ground. Uh, the uh, center uh, pitches it back uh, after a bad snap. He runs around right in and finds Becker, Trevor Becker, uh, downfield for a, a, a first down, and it was fourth and 12, and this that's a huge play. He has that magic. You know, he's just got that, uh, that. That's that's a competitor and a smart kid. Senior. He knew he had to get out uh, and uh, do that ball perfectly. And Becker made a great catch, keeping those feet inbound. Get you one on your team. Last year uh, against Edgewood in the first round, as we said, East Central won last year in the meeting between these two teams here in Ellisville, 48 to six. Alex Maxwell passed for 158 yards and two touchdowns, while also running for 114 yards and a third touchdown. And Logan Story, 14 rushes for 149 yards and two touchdowns in that game. And let's talk about Edgewood. This is the team when East Central beat them last year. They ended the season three and seven. They come into tonight eight and three. They won four of their last five games. And a big reason for their success has been, in addition to their team, senior running back Levon Bellamy. 1,574 rushing yards and 21 touchdowns for him this season. He can also catch and run out of the backfield pretty well. Yeah, he's a, he's an all-around player. Came here in May, a transfer, and uh, he has lit it up. He's played very, very well. Uh, they have a, a one-two punch, too. Uh, Skyler Curtis, the quarterback, also very good. One of the things about Bellamy, he, he's uh, had the ball in his hand 
uh, many times, 147, 148 times rushing, has fumbled one time. So he's reliable. That's something you, you know you, you can't discount. Uh, and the quarterback, Shore Curtis, he can run and pass. Uh, I am told he has a great, uh, very fast, very quick release, uh, and that could, co- that could cause East Central defense some problems. Skyler Curtis, the quarterback for Edgewood, 945 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, uh, 107.9 quarterback rating. He can also run 637 rush yards for 6 touchdowns this season. Defensively for Edgewood, two players you got to watch out for is their linebacking core. Derek Priest, the senior, a team leading 67 tackles. And the middle linebacker is Ethan Jacobs, who's also their backup running back. 65 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, a sack, and three fumble recoveries for him this season. There's another kid we didn't mention, too, is and that's uh, Brown, they, uh, David Brown. Last year in the first quarter, he was a whiz. He intercepted a pass. He caught a touchdown pass and recovered a fumble, and that led to a, uh, a short-lived 6 to nothing lead for the Edgewood Mustangs. David Brown, though, team leading six interceptions this season for Edgewood. Well, there's a, one more Southeastern Indiana team in action still at this point in the Indiana High School football playoffs, and that is uh, Batesville. They are taking on Brownstown Central tonight. Bulldogs also had to make made a trip to uh, Southern Indiana. Uh, so Batesville nine and two, Brownstown Central ten and one for the three A sectional thirty one championship tonight. We'll try and update you on that game throughout our broadcast of East Central Edgewood here tonight. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll preview a little bit more of this game. We'll bring in uh, Stuart Durham, one of the members of the coaching staff here for the East Central High School Trojans. Back after this on Eagle Country ninety nine three and EagleCountryOnline.com. St. Elizabeth Physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth Physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Fall is in the air and Friday night lights are back on. I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We see student athletes and their families daily for all varieties of orthopedic problems. At our Beacon West location, we have on-site x-ray, MRI, surgery, and convenient evening and weekend hours. Call us today at 513-354-3700 for an appointment or visit us on the web at beaconortho.com. Let us get you back in the game. around you. One in three women and one in six men have experienced violence in a personal relationship. Safe Passage is available to bring safety and hope to those living with abuse. Visit our website, safepassageinc.org, or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990 for information and resources, safepassageinc.org. 
Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Gehring. There's a certain comfort that comes from seeing a familiar face, from hearing a name you know. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan is proud to welcome Doug Bergman to the most trusted name in the car business. Doug has lived here his whole life, driven those same highways and back roads. So when he looks you in the eye and shakes your hand, you can count on getting the right vehicle at the right price. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. WhitewaterMotorCompany.com Trust your propane and heating oil needs to Wardway Fuels. At Wardway, we're dedicated to keeping you warm and comfortable all winter. With our automatic delivery service, you have the peace of mind knowing your propane or oil supply is safe and sufficient. Wardway's low prices and fast, friendly service makes them your first choice for oil and propane. Family-owned and operated since 1981, we're Wardway Fuels, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show, the most trusted name in the car business. We invite you to nominate a past, present, or future serviceman or woman or local first responder at EagleCountryOnline.com and tune in Thursday at 8.20 a.m. as we recognize a local hero, during Eagle Salutes, presented by the U.S. Army Aurora Recruiting Station. Old Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Perlebird. We're getting warmed up for the kickoff between East Central and Edgewood here in Ellettsville, Indiana. And we bring in Stuart Durham, who's a statistician for East Central High School football. Stuart, thanks for joining us. Last time you were on these Eagle Country 99.3 airwaves, it's probably the most exciting finish in East Central High School football history. That was the Hail Mary game. You and Jeff Bond were our announcers for that game down in Evansville where uh, Maxwell loaded up and threw it to Justin Brown in the end zone for a Hail Mary victory in the regional. Yeah, Mike, that was an exciting game. It was uh, on multiple levels. It's the first time that Jeff and I have called a game uh, and then had the game end the way it did. Uh, it was so exciting. If I'm not mistaken, I think I gave the wrong player the reception at the time. <laughs> I think you said it was Justin Drees. Uh, he was not even on the field, I believe. <laughs> but he got it right eventually, Justin Brown. And uh, bottom line, I love the Trojans win. In all my years of broadcasting here on Eagle Country 99.3, I've never got to cover a Hail Mary, a successful Hail Mary. And lo and behold, your first broadcast ever, you got one. Well, hopefully when you get one, you call it right. <laughs> well, anyways, East Central, of course, uh, going for their 19th sectional championship here tonight against Edgewood. Let's step back to last week, Stuart. And, of course, uh, people in Dearborn County talking all week about all the controversy uh, involved with last week's game. Uh, was it a, was a, the fumble on the fourth and fifteen play? Was uh, the center down for East Central? Was he not? Should the play have continued? Uh, should the fourth down have ever been allowed to be converted for East Central? What's kind of been the mood and, and the conversation at uh, Sunman Dearborn School surrounding that play this week? Yeah, so I can say that was a big topic conversation in the coach's office after the game. Uh, that was probably the first play we went back and reviewed. Uh, we're lucky enough we have uh, a huddle instant replay on the sidelines, so our coaches knew right away what was going on. Yeah. Had a chance to talk to the reps as well. Um, was our center, you know, was, was he flat down? He was. 
Uh, did he ever have possession of the ball? And, and the answer is he did not. So the explanation we got from the refs was it's no different than a loose ball, and everybody's taking a swat at it. It just keeps sporting away from you. I watched that thing from every angle I could say, and I could I could not tell. I do know that at one po- point it looked like he was doing it with two hands. If he was doing it with two hands, that's possession. That's not a flip. That's possession. But, but as I said, I, I talked to everybody from South Dearborn. There's no question he was down. <laughs> yeah. He was down. And everybody yeah. from East Central, oh, well, he flipped it or he didn't or he wasn't down. Michael I, Medlock was definitely flat on his belly. <laughs> <laughs> there is, yeah, no question about that. Uh, well, What's uh what's been the mood uh, leading into this game for the East Central Trojans here tonight? So you, you know, last week was nothing what we expected. We went and uh, took care of business out here, born in regular season, uh, pretty well. And uh, I'm not going to say the boys took the game too light, but we may have been a little bit on the looser side. Uh, I spent a good half hour with the team this afternoon once we got here to Ellisville, and it's not the same team. They they are laser focused. You know, our goal was to go back to Lucas Oil Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, we're back on track mentally. All right, thanks a lot, Stuart, for the time. We're going to take a break here on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show. When we come back, we'll have the kickoff here on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. You want a new Ford, you say? Let Hag Ford lead the way. We offer the selection, pricing, and customer experience you have been searching for. We have over 58 years of experience. Let's not forget that wide selection of 130 used vehicles to choose from, including a multitude of Ford-certified pre-owned vehicles. That's right, they come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty, roadside assistance, and much more. You can get all the details at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hello, Dearborn County. Nurse Debbie here with the Dearborn County Health Department. Flu season is upon us, and now is the time to receive your annual flu vaccine. Each season brings new and different strains. So even if you were vaccinated earlier in the year, it is imperative that you receive your vaccine again to prevent you from getting the flu this season. An influenza vaccine cannot and will not cause you to get the flu. Learn more about our flu clinics by visiting DearbornCounty.org and click on the health tab. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County. Finally, there is relief for your knee pain. I'm Dr. Robert Rolfe with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. I see many patients that experience pain when going up or downstairs or when sitting for long periods of time. This pain could be from arthritis or possibly a tear in your cartilage. These injuries happen with twisting motion and it damages the cartilage of the knee. It can also happen from degenerative changes in our normal daily routines. If you are ready to live without knee pain, give us a call at Beacon Orthopedics. Our fellowship trained physicians will be glad to create a personalized plan of care to treat your injury and reduce that pain. Call us today at 513-605-4444 or schedule anytime at beaconortho.com. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Have you heard? United Community Bank is now Savista Bank. You'll continue to enjoy the best in community banking from the same neighbors you know in your local branch with warm welcomes, trusted financial solutions, and a genuine commitment to helping you and our community grow. Savista Bank is here for you. Same neighbors, new name. Learn more at savista.bank. Member FDIC. That's Savista Bank. Focused on you. Incredible Cancer Care is right here at Margaret Mary Health. Our modern cancer center puts patient comfort first with a beautiful environment, healing garden, and lots of extra amenities. We provide the latest treatments, but our personal support is what sets us apart. 
because fighting cancer requires a dedicated, incredible team. To learn more, call 812-932-4673 or visit mmhealth.org. Why fight big city traffic to drive to a dealership with big city overhead, markups, and headaches? This is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford. If you can hear my voice right now, you're probably no more than 30 minutes away from a more enjoyable way to buy a car, truck, or SUV. Eliminate the errand and enjoy the experience, the drive, and your new ride. See what we're all about at JimTrueFord.com and then come see us on US 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Who do you trust with your orthopedic care? Hello, I am Joe Earhart, a physician assistant with Dr. David Argo at Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Dr. David Argo has been named one of Cincinnati's top docs again this year. Not only do Dr. Argo and I work hard to provide the best orthopedic care for our patients, but we have expanded our hours to fit your busy schedule. We have same-day appointments and evening hours so you don't have to miss work, school, or practice. Call 513-354-3700 or go to beaconortho.com. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan pregame show, the most trusted name in the car business. And it's no longer the pregame show. We're going to go with the game. Because East Central and Edgewood are about to kick off here at the Mustang Corral, as it's affectionately known, with the artificial red turf. Just like East Central got a new artificial turf field this past summer, so did Edgewood High School. They got completely new home stands across the field from where we are and what was the home side press box, now the visitor side of press box. Chuck, it's a nice facility here at Edgewood, and we're about to kick off. East Central won the opening point toss. They defer. They'll be kicking off. Here's Browndike letting it rip from the 40-yard line, and it will be fielded at the goal line, bringing it out for Edgewood is David Brown in. Like he actually blown dead. Fair catch. So that's a touchback. And so Edgewood will start at the 20. All right, let's talk about the Hagford keys to the game. Chuck, you thought about it. What did you come up with? Well, obviously you have to, uh, their star running back, Juan Bellamy, he's got to be stopped. You can't stop him. you got to keep him contained. He's going to have some good runs, but you can't have a 120, 125-yard rushing night. Also, Curtis got to stop him. On offense, they simply have to move the ball. There has been times uh, last week that they just didn't move the ball like they usually do running it. Curtis, the quarterback, is in the shotgun. Bellamy right over his left shoulder, and it's a handoff to Bellamy. He'll go right side of the line. And dive forward for a gain of a yard, maybe two. Give him the 21. Second down and nine coming up. How about the Edgewood starting offense? Their front five. Center, Harrison Pittsburgh. Guards, Cole May and Kyle Goble. The tackles are Tyler Welty and Gabe Van Leeuwen. 
There were three sophomores starting on that offensive line for Edgewood. Wide receivers, David Brown, Tyler Martin, and Parker Hall. Tight end, Bryson Smith. He's a specimen at 6'4", 205. The running back, as we said, LeVon Bellamy, the senior, and the quarterback, a junior, Skyler Curtis. Here's a pass down the right sideline and over the intended target. That's David Brown just beyond his reach, and good thing because that ball had been put on the spot. He may be dancing in the end zone right now. Quick release by Curtis. Uh, everybody tells me that he, he gets the ball off quick, and he certainly did there. Ball uh, slightly overthrown. Brown had his man beat by a step. Uh, it was just a, 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 a fade route down the fi- sideline for a second down. We come to third down long. Look for a screen. Third and nine from the 21 for Edgewood. Two wide receivers to the white. Two wide to the left. Curtis and Bellamy in the backfield. Man in motion. It'll be the quarterback keeping it. He escapes a tackle in the backfield. Breaks a second tackle, but he cannot get the first down. He'll pick up about five yards, but he probably needed another three in order to convert. And that'll bring up fourth down for Edgewood. They'll bring out the punting unit. While we have an opportunity, how about East Central starting defense? A 3-5 formation is what they go with. Defensive ends, the brothers Ertle, Gage and Gar, the nose tackle, Justin Ryan. Linebackers, Kyle Crumman, Evan Brywe, Brett Fox, Nathan Griffin, and Cole Veal. The corners, Andrew Struing and Chase Ludwig. And then a safety tonight back in the lineup for East Central is Devin Donaworth. Here's the punt for Edgewood. Donaworth is out there to return. His first return since being injured against Greensburg a few weeks ago. He'll try and move it up the field and gain about seven yards on that return to the 49-yard line, just short of midfield. And that's where East Central will start with very good field position for their first possession of the night. East Central starting offense tonight. Well, this offensive line, they've been... Great this season, as usual, for East Central. Center, Michael Medlock, one of the team captains, guards, Anthony Bartholomew and Hunter Tidwell. The tackles, Cole Rosfeld and Cody Bentley. Wide receivers, David Badescu and Trevor Becker. Tight ends, Luke Collinsworth and Zach Henson. Tailback, Eric Rosemeyer. Fullback, Nick Griffin. And quarterback, Alex Maxwell. Here's Maxwell passing to the right side. It's caught out there. Running up the right sideline. And it's Troy Teepee. He'll pick up a big game for East Central on that short pass play. Inside the 30-yard line to about the 27. East Central, first in 10, just like that, deep in Edgewood territory. Great fake by the running back and uh, Maxwell. It was hard to tell who the ball was. And Maxwell didn't see it, but they had a guy going a post pattern who was wide open as well. Both receivers clearly open. First and 10 for EC. A pitch to Rosemeyer. Right side. Sidesteps a tackler, still on his feet at the 10, to the 5, touchdown in the end zone. (laughs) Great run by Eric (laughs) Rosemeyer, ECTD, 6-0 with 10-17 to go in the first quarter. Eric Rosemeyer, he had a defender on him for about three quarters of that entire run. There was somebody touching him, trying to tackle him, but he just kept spinning out of tackles and dragging defenders along, and he was thrown down at the goal line in the end zone. Three Central's first score. He, he, you're exactly right. He, somebody had a hand on him for the last 15 to 20 yards, and he just refused to go down. What a great effort by the young man. And Caden Browndike, the sure-footed Caden Browndike, the hero of last week's game, puts through the extra point for EC. They lead it 7-0, 10-17 to go first quarter. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
There's a certain comfort that comes from seeing a familiar face, from hearing a name you know. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan is proud to welcome Doug Bergman to the most trusted name in the car business. Doug has lived here his whole life, driven those same highways and back roads. So when he looks you in the eye and shakes your hand, you can count on getting the right vehicle at the right price. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. WhitewaterMotorCompany.com Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back in Ellisville High School, the Central 28-yard touchdown run by Eric Rosemeyer. The ensuing kickoff being returned by Brown, and he'll go down after being met at the 20-yard line by the EC coverage. Great coverage, and uh, uh, Brown made a mistake by kind of trying to run backwards. You don't want to do that. Chuck, how about a recap of that last touchdown drive for East Central presented by Safe Passage Inc.? Call them at 877-773-1990 or visit safepassageinc.org. If you or someone you know is facing domestic abuse, local help is available. Pretty easy. Two plays. Uh, first play, uh, a 32-yard pass to uh, Maxwell Tipe, and then a great run by Rosemeyer, 28 yards into the end zone, 7 to nothing. Favor the Trojans. That's quick. Trojans defense back out there. They were a, certainly a bright spot last week for East Central, helping them limit South Dearborn to just one score. Here's a run by the quarterback and he will be sacked in the backfield coming up and making that tackle is Brett Fox I'm not sure you can credit that as a sack looks like Curtis was trying to run out of the pocket with the football but it will go for a loss regardless second down and 17 from the 13 yard line now for Edgewood loss of 7 yards the defense playing uh, early on just as well as they played last week all over the quarterback. Second and long for Edgewood. Shotgun formation once again. Trip wide on the right. Curtis hands it off to Bellamy. Great Throws run. Look middle, at that cut. It outside. Nice cuts. We got a flag that comes in as he cuts to the near sideline. He'll eventually go down at about the 22-yard line. But I would fear that this run is coming back for Edgewood. Looks like a, a hold, but what a, a you can tell he's a man. He he made some moves there in short order and uh, a burst of speed has that knack that hip that uh, show you show your leg and take it away. Nice run, but I think it's going to be nullified. A very effective sidestep for Levon Bellamy, not Le'Veon Bell, Levon Bellamy. Close, Levon. And that run somewhat reminiscent of a Le'Veon Bell, but it is a Levon Bellamy. And as you said, a transfer from the Chicago area. Iowa. Iowa, yep. sorry. That's right. And here, the senior season of high school, starring for the Edgewood Mustangs football team. 5'10", 185-pound senior. All right, that it was a hold call indeed against Edgewood. So now it's second down and 20 from the 10-yard line for the Mustangs. Four wide receiver set this time. Fox showing blitz. He busts up through there. He missed the tackle on Bellamy, but the defensive line and there to clean it up. Kyle Crumman in there on the stop for a little to no gain for the Mustangs. And so that brings up third down and 20 for the Mustangs. Screen or draw. 
I would imagine, although they didn't do that last time, of course you couldn't tell because right now the defensive line and the linebackers are dominating the line of scrimmage right now. Central overpowered this Edgewood team last year, 48-6 to in the first round of the sectionals. Mustangs trying to make it a different game tonight. Here's Curtis, the quarterback. Sheds a tackler in the backfield. Would have gone down for a sack, but it'll go down eventually for no gain. That'll bring up fourth down and 20. Coming in, getting the tackle with Gage Hurdle. And Brett Fox in there to help finish him off as well. No, uh, absolutely not. I, you know, sure, uh, Curtis made some nice moves to get away, but the, the uh, line, offensive line in front of me is just crumbling under the uh, under the force of the Trojans right now. He doesn't now. have about a second to stand back in the pocket and try he, and find a target to throw to. He, he's got a quick release, and he's going to need it tonight if this goes on. There's a penalty. It looks like it could be on East Central. Blow the punt dead as the punter for Edgewood was standing in his own end zone. The play's blown dead. Flaxton flying in as the ball was snapped. And we'll wait for the call on that. Boardway Fuels is your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit Wardway.com. They are the sponsor of our new feature here on Eagle Country 99.3 Sports. That's the player who fueled the game. We'll reveal that player later on tonight. Fourth down and 25 to go after the penalty by Edgewood. Nice get there. The off this time. Donaldworth going back to return. Nearly touched the football. And it'll take a friendly Edgewood bounce to the East Central 46-yard line. Dunworth got awfully close to let that football get by him. And there was even an East Central gunner that got down there and was trying to that was, uh, block. And he almost touched the football, too. Well, he, he went over there. He got much too close to that ball. Uh, I don't know if he was thinking. I think maybe he thought if it, you know how football uh, a bounce up. And if it had bounced up, he may have taken it. But. You know, that football's crazy. He got real close. He come sweeping in there. I could have bumped him. That would have been uh, not a good thing. It would have been disastrous. As it is, it is East Central football at their own 46-yard line. Maxwell and crew back out on the field. Maxwell, play action down the field. And incomplete, it falls. Two defenders collided with each other, allowing that ball to fall down incomplete. The pass intended for David Pedescu. Pedescu can make a foot play on that football. He might be in the end zone because the two defenders ran into another, possibly breaking up an interception. The problem was it was about 10 yards over Pedescu's uh, head, and the only two people that could possibly have got it ran into each other. Safety, Parker Hall, and the corner, David Brown, colliding just in time to prevent an interception. Here's a pitch to Rosemeyer at that stellar 28-yard touchdown run on East Central's last possession. They'll jump over a defender and go down at the 49-yard line to pick up a three on second down. So now third down and seven for the East Central Trojans. He, he, he leaped over that one receiver or defender. Uh, that's not always a good idea, but work for him on that one. Rose Meyer will be alone in the backfield. Or no, he's not alone in the backfield. We got the fullback, Nick Griffin, in front of him. Maxwell rolling to his right. Looking downfield, throwing for the middle of the field, looking for the big cat, Luke Collinsworth, and it's short at his feet, incomplete. 
fourth and three, or pardon me, fourth and seven now coming up for East Central, and they will send out the punt team. That was the waggle going to the right side, and, and the problem there is uh, you had two receivers not more than three yards apart out there, and that couldn't. That's got to be a mistake. Some one of those guys ran the a wrong route because that the waggle is not designed for two guys to be that close. Maybe that's what Maxwell saw. It wasn't a very good pass. I think he was just trying to throw it, make sure nobody could intercept it as he threw it behind and short of the feet of the intended receiver it appeared, Luke Collinsworth. Here's Rosemeyer, the punter. He'll do soccer. Soccer style punt indeed. It'll be nice returned by Brown and catches it at the 16, runs up to about the 25. That's where the Mustangs will start this drive. Their first drive did not go so well. In fact, it went for negative yardage as they ended up punting it away inside their own 10-yard line now. Score update, Batesville 6, Brownstown Central 0. That's about nine minutes to go in the first quarter. 22-yard touchdown pass by Trey Heidelich for Batesville. 6.48 to go in the first quarter here. East Central leading 7-0. Mustangs trying to pull it even on this possession. Here's Bellamy diving straight ahead and down as he reaches the 27-yard line. Just a dive upside. It looked like a quick trap in the middle with the guards. Uh, they do a lot of trapping. 51 uh, is the, they, they'll move him to either side to, uh, to do the trapping. So you can kind of key on that. Edgewood head coach Brian Rosenberg in his second year here at the helm of the Mustangs, taking him to 83 at this point in the season. Edgewood's only won one sectional. Here's a pass complete left sideline. That is caught. Far sideline, I believe. That's Bryson Smith, the tight end, perhaps. Could be wrong on that. Edgewood number is a little bit hard to read. You got the red number on the black jersey and 25, so that was Parker Hall on the catch. It'll bring up third down and one. Just for a gain of about six for Edgewood. They have no one on this slot over here. Oh, now they do. East Central defense on third down this season, allowing opponents to score just, or to convert 29.5% of the time. Handoff. Bellamy diving for the 35-yard line. It'll be awfully close. close. on the spot of the football. Not a... First down. Right there at the nose of the football on the 35. They officials eyeball it. They signal first down indeed. Bellamy, an excellent runner, 180, 185 pounds. I was trying to say before, Edgewood only one sectional championship ever in the sport of football. That was all the way back in 1990. It's been a long time. Mustangs. Got an opportunity to get one tonight, but they're going to have to overcome a tough central team. Here's Curtis, blood. the quarterback. Blood pass, right side, caught, and running close to a first down after making that catch is Tyler Martin, senior wideout. Tyler Martin came in motion, two receivers to this side. He came this way. The two two outside receivers ran deep patterns. He came out, run a, a flat pattern. They had a man-to-man coverage, a linebacker chasing him, couldn't stay up with him, uh, picked up about eight yards. You'll see that play again. Gain of nine yards on first down for Edgewood. Second down and short. Snap to Curtis. The, and the ball's loose on the ground. 
And it's I think he recovered to the quarterback Curtis who gets on top of it and recovers it. It was loose in there, and I think Brett Fox went down to try and get the fo- the football. So it was loose on the red artificial turf. He ended up kicking it right to Curtis who got on it and saved the possession for the Mustangs. Resulted in about a two-yard loss, two, three-yard loss, though. Third and, what, six, you think? Ball fumbled on the exchange from Curtis to Bellamy and a loss of just a couple yards. So it brings up third down and three for Edgewood. Two wide right, two wide left. East Central showing blitz. They bring the house. It's a quick pass down the sideline for Brown. Oh, in man. through his hands, and it's dropped. There on the coverage for East Central was Chase Ludwig. Brown probably should have caught that ball, however. But it goes incomplete, and that will bring up fourth and three for Edgewood, and they will, again, hunt the football. Brown is very, very fast, and, uh, they, well, all of them, all the receivers are very fast. Here again, he had a two-step, uh, at least two steps. That ball was thrown right in his hands, and he dropped it right over his shoulder. Perfect pass. It was a nice pass by Skylar Curtis, the quarterback, considering he had two East Central defenders in his face. As soon as that ball was snapped, I said East Central was bringing the house on a blitz, and they did. Mm-hmm. Here's a low snap on the punt, and it's a straight punt down the middle of the field. Not pretty, but at least a little bit effective, and it'll roll all the way down to the East Central 33, considering that was a low snap to the punter, Austin Heckman. He was able to pick it up off the turf, and just in a mad scramble was able to kick it it didn't get more than three or four feet off the ground and just kind of weaved its way among or around a bunch of bodies he took and eventually it was down to the 33 so it turns out ultimately not so bad for Edwood. he took a shot though too central offense back out there now maxwell will be under center on this play Alex last week against South Dearborn, 30 rushes for 84 yards, 6 of 10 passing for 48 yards. Getting over a 1,000-yard mark in rushing this season. Here's Rosemeyer. Rosemeyer is the fullback. I think it was Teepee. Is it Teepee or Griff? I can't ever tell. Teepee it was. And he brings it up to the 39, a gain of six on first down. Second and four will be the next play for the Trojans. That was just a straight dive right up the gut. Going, and That's just saying my offensive line is better than your defensive line, and here it comes. 3.04 to go, first quarter. East Central leading Edgewood, 7-0 in this sectional championship game. And off to Rosemeyer. Up the middle, gets the first, and will be tackled at about... The 48, just shy of midfield. Another we got a guy down. And we do. We got a Trojan, like an offensive lineman, down back where the line of scrimmage was at the 38-yard line. We'll break out the binoculars and see if we can get a read on who that is. But he's laying on his back, and the trainers are out there quickly. And throwing some attention to one of his legs. This timeout. Injury timeout presented by the folks at Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Doctors David Argo, Robert Rolfe, Jaidi Chanduri, Sam Fu, and Matt Johansson can meet your injury needs with same-day appointments, on-site x-ray and MRI, and convenient TV and weekend hours with locations in Morrisburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Check them out at BeaconOrtho.com. The Central did get a first down, as I said, on that last play. A run by Eric Rosemeyer. First downs tonight. Presented by Buffalo Wings and Rains in Greendale. For every first down, 
the Trojans achieved during this game. Every fan with a ticket to the game or wearing team apparel gets a free wing or ring with the purchase of a wing after the game. That's only available at Buffalo Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale tonight after the game. You get the ultimate sports restaurant experience at Buffalo. The wings and rings. The injured player 56. is Anthony Bartholomew, the senior left guard for East Central. He's going to he is. help getting over to the bench to get some more medical attention. He is walk. He's not walking. He's being a little ginger on that left oh leg. Boy, I more than a little ginger, in fact. Yeah. Yep. That's a big loss. Hope for good news from him. Meanwhile, East Central with a first and ten at their own 48-yard line. Still 2:53 to go, first quarter. Luke Collinsworth, motion on the left side to the right. Devin Salyer is listed as the backup starting left guard for East Central. Here's Rosemeyer. Rosemeyer spinning through the tackles and able to get a gain of about five yards on first down. Running uh, like we've seen him before, just with a reckless level. What I used to call reckless abandon, man. He just, he's just giving it, man. He is 9.7 yards per carry this season for Eric Rosemeyer. Practically a first down every time he touches the ball. And off to a good start here. He had East Central's first touchdown on a bruising 28-yard run earlier this quarter. About time to see uh, Maxwell give a fake and run. Maxwell is going to run it on this play to the left side. Sidesteps a defender and will be drugged down from behind, making the tackle. Was number 26, Tristan Bland, junior linebacker. But not after another essential first down on the legs of Alex Maxwell. Down to the Edgewood 35-yard line. Not a fake, just a power run. We've seen it several times. First and 10. Fescue and Liam Jones wide to the right. Maxwell under center. The pitch to Jake Fight. He'll Fight's run to the right side. Breaks the tackle. He might break it big. He will. 10, 5, pile on, touchdown. Jake Fight. That's an ECTD. 35 yard run for Jake Fight. His eighth touchdown this season is seventh on the ground. And that was a run where Fike was practically untouched the entire way. There was one man who had a chance to get him at the line of scrimmage, and he just stiff-armed him and kept on running to the right pylon. He gets into the end zone for the second East Central touchdown tonight. However, Uh laundry on the field, and it looks like it may be coming back. No points on the scoreboard. East Central back around the 40-yard line. I had that written down, too, because I didn't use pencil. I didn't even see the flag. And indeed, there will be a hold against East Central. And with the spot of the foul, they mark it back at the 35-yard line. So the ball does not move at all. It erases the touchdown run by Fike, however. First down and 10 from the 35. He plays it down, essentially. Two wide receivers to the left side. Maxwell. Pitches to Fike again, jumps over an offensive lineman, and at the 25-yard line, he puts on a hit and picks up what appears to be another Trojans first down. Fike and uh, Rosemeyer kind of look like uh, very similar the way they're running tonight. Just really, really hard, very quick. Not afraid to go airborne. No, (laughs) I'm not sure that's wise. 
but uh, it's been it's been very effective so far by both of them. First and ten at the 24 for EC. Trevor Becker made that clutch fourth and 15 catch last week for East Central on the last scoring drive wide to the left. Here's a handoff up the middle and nothing doing there for fight. No gain. Second and ten for the Trojans now. 48 seconds remain in the first quarter. Mike will go out. Rosemeyer will come back in. Several changes. Second and ten. Top of the huddle. Jones and Badescu wide to the right. Maxwell under center on this play. Rosemeyer back in. Tailback. He'll get the handoff. Up the Bumble. middle. Looks like the ball's loose at the 15. And Edgewood is signaling that they have it. Indeed they do. A rare occurrence there. Eric Rosemeyer only fumbled once all season coming into tonight. But he cops it up on that run as East Central was inside the red zone. It'll be a first and ten for Edgewood at their own 15. That coming with 14 seconds remaining in the first quarter. So after what appeared to be a Jake Fife touchdown has turned into disaster here for the Trojans as the touchdown run was called back by a East Central penalty. And now Eric Rosemeyer puts it on the ground, recovered by the Mustangs. Seven O Trojans. East Central with the game's first turnover. Quarterback keeper here by Curtis, it looked like. Looks like he tried to take a hand off to Bellamy and then run with it. However, he runs right into traffic and is tackled after a one-yard gain. That's the end of the first quarter. 7-0 Trojans over Edgewood in this IHSAA sectional 23 championship game. We're back after this on Equal Country 99.3 and EqualCountryOnline.com. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station, is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Out with the old, in with the new. Lawrenceburg Wind Supply is looking for outdated kitchen and bath fixtures, sinks, toilets, cabinets, countertops, and more. Now through November the 17th, bring in a photo of your outdated items and get 15% off new items by Delta, Toto, Cambria, Master Brand Cabinetry, and more. Visit the showroom at 439 George Street in Lawrenceburg to plan your ideal updated space. Search Lawrenceburg Wind Supply on Facebook. Lawrenceburg Wind Supply, your local kitchen and bath idea center. Hey, it's Double T, Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Start of the second quarter, East Central 7, Edgewood nothing. For that last play at the end of the first quarter, it was a fumble, only the second of the season by East Central tailback Eric Rosemeyer. Now with Mustangs, football, second and 10. Their own 16-yard line. Trojan please 7-0. Score update for you. Batesville in action tonight against Brownstown Central in a 3A sectional championship game. The latest on that game is that Batesville is ahead of Brownstown Central at the end of one, 13 to nothing. 
Here's a run by the Mustangs to the near sideline. Goes for a gain of about six. Third down and three coming up for Edgewood. Lady took a shot down there, it looks like. That's uh, Linda Maxwell down there, one of the... Be the offensive coordinator, Randy Maxwell's mom. She is a team photographer for East Central. Of course, her grandson's a quarterback. She ended up taking a hit there on the sideline, but she's up and laughing it off. Here's a run up the middle by Bellamy and tackled by Donaworth in open space. Nice tackle by Donaworth, but not until after a Bellamy first down carry for Edgewood. He gets up to the 33. Nice little trap in the, mo- uh, in the middle, and he just shot through there like a rocket right up the middle. That came very, very close to being a touchdown. Going back to uh, Linda Maxwell there on the sideline, just announced today from the Dearborn Community Foundation. She is uh, one of the Community Foundation's winners of the Heart of Gold Award for uh, her community service. Here's a pass down the sideline and incomplete. Looked like uh, Curtis and the intended receiver, Parker Hall, got a little confused on that route. That or I think Curtis was uh, perhaps being pressured there and just wanted to get rid of the football to avoid a sack. We do have the flag down back at the 25-yard line. Roughing the passer. Yep, that's what I feared it was. And indeed, that is the call. It'll be a first down for Edgewood. That, but that's why the ball fluttered. Did you see how it fluttered up there? He got hit as he was throwing. I don't know how it's roughing the passer, but he's, uh, I mean, that's what caused the ball to be fluttering up there. I don't know how you hit him in the middle like of the Like the NFL, helmet to helmet hit. Well, yeah, but we're, like we're, we're not there yet. Uh, maybe, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't see it that close, but. First and 10 for the Mustangs at the East Central 47. Curtis, ready to take the snap, looking to pass. Near side, it's a pass over the middle to Parker Hall. He's got all sorts of room. He's going to get to the end zone untouched. Short pass over the middle and then busted it to the sideline was Parker Hall to stay away from the defense. That's going to be the Mustangs' first score of the evening with 11.22 to go in the second quarter. They're within an extra point of tying it up against East Central. I was about to remark, Edgewood is a team that doesn't pass a whole lot, but they've come out decidedly, at least more so than usual, of making an effort to get the ball in the air, challenging Central secondary, and sure enough, a big pass play going for 67 yards, I think. Here's an extra point on the way from Austin Heckman, and it's good. 7-7 is the score, second quarter. We'll see how East Central answers after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. You want a new Ford, you say? Let Hag Ford lead the way. We offer the selection, pricing, and customer experience you have been searching for. We have over 58 years of experience. Let's not forget that wide selection of 130 used vehicles to choose from, including a multitude of Ford-certified pre-owned vehicles. That's right, they come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty, roadside assistance, and much more. You can get all the details at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Look around you. 
One in three women and one in six men have experienced violence in a personal relationship. Safe Passage is available to bring safety and hope to those living with abuse. Visit our website, safepassageinc.org, or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990 for information and resources, safepassageinc.org. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back at Edgewood High School, Mustangs with a touchdown off a turnover. Eric Rosemeyer fumbled it for East Central. Sure enough, a few plays later, Mustangs are in the end zone off a 52-yard touchdown pass from Skylar Curtis. To Parker Hall at 7-7, 11-15 to go, second quarter. Trojans, the kickoff return by Got a hold. Rosemeyer. They get the, the 49-yard line of the Mustangs. Great starting field position here. A run to the left side by Maxwell. However, it looks like it's going to be coming back as there's some laundry on the field at midfield. Three fumbles already on the Trojans. <laughs> They're signaling yet on the penalty. Central is marching backwards, however, with their huddle. I think they did give a signal. They were just facing Hold the other way. the Trojans, yes, sir. Again, we're in the visiting side press box, so when the officials give the signal, they're looking towards the home press box. So the officials back is to us. He signals the penalty, so we can pretty much tell what he's saying. I just got a glimpse of that the, the signal. but I... Here we go. First down and 20 yards to go for East Central. Back at their own 39. Play action pass near side. It's caught by Fike. Pardon me, TP. Sideline, diving forward and getting up to about the 49-yard line. Roy TP. It's a fair amount of action here in the first half for the Trojans. It's able to gain back about eight yards, bringing up second down and 12 for the Trojans. Stay tuned after the game. We'll name the star of the game presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet and West Harrison. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a car, truck, or SUV. Big run. There's a run by Rosemeyer. Almost a first down, but he stopped at the 40, about a yard short in Mustang territory, bringing up third and less than a yard to go. It almost looked like uh, an old side sprint left draw uh, as, as he began to go to the left. left. Maxwell then handed off uh, the stationary Rosemeyer who took off. Got a Rosemeyer's couple got great acceleration as you would expect from a player with more than 1,500 rushing yards. Quarterback sneak and they got the first down. Maxwell keeps it and indeed gets two yards when he needed about a half yard. That should pick up a fresh set of downs for East Central. Another first down means another go-go wing tonight at Buffalo Wings and Reigns in Greendale for Trojans fans. I don't know if Trojans fans who made the trip here to Ellisville can get back to Greendale in time to enjoy the go-go wings promotion. About a two-and-a-half-hour drive. All those people listening to us, though, they'll run but down yeah, here. If you're back at home listening in St. Leon or anywhere else in the southeastern Indiana, you can certainly make it the Wings and Reigns tonight and get go-go wings corresponding to the number of first downs East Central gets in this game tonight. 
Maxwell takes the snap up the middle, has some space, makes one defender miss. He's still on his feet at the 20 and finally goes down at the 18. Nice run by Alex Maxwell. First down for the Trojans in the Mustang red zone. And frankly, the entire field for red zone. <laughs> this is radio, but it is a bright red artificial turf field here at Edgewood, just installed this past summer. So the red zone is literally the red zone here in Ellettsville. From end zone to end zone. From it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All 100 yards of it. The end zones are black. Here's a handoff to Eric Rosemeyer, off left tackle. And he'll find his way to about the 16. And that will gain about two yards. Second down and eight coming up for EC. The winner of this game gets the winner of Boonville and Evansville Central. Boonville's 11-0, Evansville Central's 10-1. That game being played in Evansville tonight. Winner of that game gets the winner of this game in the 4A regional round next week. And it'll be Maxwell, fake hand off to Rosemeyer. He Ooh. takes off one to the right, and Maxwell tackled by an ankle at the 12. Close to being a touchdown right there. Just one guy on one, just caught him barely on that right ankle, went down. Picks up about four, third down and three. 8.07 to go, second quarter, tie game, 7-7. Maxwell goes to the sideline, gets the play call from his offensive coordinator and father, Randy Maxwell. Right side, big hole, outside. Where Collinsworth is lined up. That's where Eric Rosemeyer yeah. runs. He finds his way through the blocks and into the end zone for the 12-yard touchdown run. The second tonight for Eric Rosemeyer. Making good on that fumble on the last decentral possession. Rosemeyer busts through and puts it in the end zone for the Trojans. ECTD with 7.45 to go in the second quarter. They pull ahead 13-7. Brown bike out for the extra point. The holder, Isaiah Wheat. Snap, hold, kick on the way, and it's good. Brown Dyke now 61 of 64 on extra point attempts this season. That is money. Back after this, it's high school football on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Debbie here with the Dearborn County Health Department. Flu season is upon us, and now is the time to receive your annual flu vaccine. Each season brings new and different strains. So even if you were vaccinated earlier in the year, it is imperative that you receive your vaccine again to prevent you from getting the flu this season. An influenza vaccine cannot and will not cause you to get the flu. Learn more about our flu clinics by visiting DearbornCounty.org and click on the health tab. Get vaccinated, Dearborn County! Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Wake up with me first thing every weekday morning on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 12-yard touchdown run by Eric Rosemeyer. That going down for Rosie's 17th touchdown this season. Here's the kick return by David Brown of Edgewood. He'll bring it out and will be stopped. At about the 11th, the long field here for Edgewood. Chuck, how about a recap of that last touchdown drive for East Central? Seven plays, uh, ending on a 12-yard run by Rosemeyer. Kick was good, 14-7, and they overcame a 15-yard penalty, holding penalty, uh, to achieve that. So 
I don't know if you can answer your offense. Do much more than that. That's your drive recap presented by Safe Passage, Inc. If you or someone you know is facing domestic abuse, local help is available. Call Safe Passage at 877-773-1990 or visit safepassageinc.org. The Mustangs. With a first and ten at the 15, there's a second football on the field. We'll clear that and then we can play. Got one-on-one coverage over on this side. No help from the safety inside right now. Let's see if they take advantage of that. Five wide receivers here. Nobody yep, in they're the trying. Field. Pass over the middle. It is caught. Fumble. Running with it. Nope, losing the football. And it's recovered by East Central at the 38-yard line. Coming up with it, Devin Donawer. First game back after being injured against Greensburg. Making his presence known, I'd say. Yeah, He's made a great... Week 8, and he has already had a couple nice tackles, and now he recovers a fumble. Had a touchdown-saving uh, tackle, and now recovers a fumble, which would have been a, a what, 20, 25-yard gain? So he's central. In business here, now with the 14-7 lead, and now a first and 10 after the Donaworth recovered fumble at the Edgewood 38-yard line. Mustang showing blitz. Pump Stop and go. Maxwell. Stop and go. Down the sideline looking for Jones, and just getting there in time to break up the pass for the Mustangs is David Brown. Brown, a pretty good receiver, also a pretty good defender. He has six interceptions this season. And made a nice play to break up that pass. It looked like Jones was open for a moment. It was a good fake. It was a stop and go. Uh, if that pass is passed, if it's made a hair sooner, that's completion for a huge game. Just a little late on the trigger. Second down and 10 for EC. Maxwell will be in the shotgun on this play. And then wide to the left. No, and we got a penalty. comes flying in. It was going to be a QB keeper for Maxwell. Or if they hand off to Rosemeyer. It's going to go against uh, the Trojan. That's the fourth penalty. Tonight's ball game on Eagle Country 99.3 presented in part by the Aurora Army Recruiting Station. Nominate a past, present, or future serviceman or woman or local first responder at EagleCountryOnline.com. And tune in Thursdays at 8.20 a.m. as we recognize a local hero during Eagle Salutes presented by the U.S. Army Aurora Recruiting Station. Second down and 15 from the 38. Pardon me, from the 43 for East Central. Past sideline. It's caught over there. Nice guy. And, and nice forced catch. out of bounds after making that catch is Liam Jones. Nice catch. Forced his way up to the 32. Down to the 32, I should say. Nice catch and uh, a advanced the ball, too. Makes it a third and what? About six, six, seven? Say four. Four. I like yours. Third and four officially indeed at the 32-yard line after the catch and then a few yards after the catch for Liam Jones. I think they go for it if they don't make it. What do you think? Here's that elephant with the uh, same formation. They scored a touchdown here. Maxwell will run to the left side. He'll have the first down. And more. Still going at the oh, 20. 
breaks out of the huddle. Looked like his momentum was stopped for a moment, but he was able to be shifty and get out of it. And is able to find his way down to the 16-yard line for another East Central first down, another BOGO wing at Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale tonight after the game for Trojan fans. It was a fake to Rosemeyer over the right side. He kept it, went over the left, good to pull block in there. Went, uh, and it looked like he stopped twice and then got away both times and good second effort by Maxwell. The best view, the load wide out on the right side. And off the Rosemeyer, up the middle, Eric smelling a third touchdown. Wow, he's close. Keeps it going down inside the five. It'll be first and goal for EC at the Edgewood four. Well, Mustangs just have no answer for Eric Rosemeyer and the C-Central offensive line, especially in this package, Chuck. And doing a nice job uh, play calling, and, and I think on the one at least uh, where Maxwell read and um, changed the play, or uh, maybe it was called, I don't know, but it looked like he changed the play, and just uh, outnumbering the people to attack. Look at this right side. There's a huge gap over here. Maxwell, shotgun, running right yeah. side. He's going to get in yeah. untouched for the ECTD. Four-yard touchdown run by Alex Maxwell. It'll go down as his 34th touchdown of this season. Makes it 20-7. East Central, 6.25 to go in the second quarter. And Caden Browndike on the attempt his third extra point this season, this game. Caden, an all-Eastern Indiana Athletic Conference selection last year as a junior. Certain to repeat that here as a senior. Snap, hold, kick, up, and good. So, 21-7, East Central. Gets a touchdown off of an Edgewood turnover. A loose fumble recovered by Denon Donaworth leads to a drive that ends with a four-yard touchdown run by Alex Maxwell, his first tonight. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. At Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we believe in bringing world-class orthopedic care close to home. I'm Dr. Matt Johansson of Beacon Orthopedics, and it is my goal to provide Eagle Country with easy, accessible care for ongoing knee or hip pain or injuries. Call today, 513-605-4444, and we will create a plan to meet your personal needs or schedule online at beaconortho.com. That's 513-605-4444 or beaconortho.com. Hey, it's Double T, Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Four-yard touchdown run for Alex Maxwell gives East Central the 21-0 lead. About halfway through the second quarter here in Ellettsville, Indiana. Trojans. Boy, that's a long drive. The Mustangs. Here's a return by Brown. Field nice inside cut. the five. Does make a nice cut. And uh, eventually tackled at the 25-yard line. So the Mustangs will try to get something going there. That's a very uh, unlike Brown by kick. That was a line drive and gave Brown a little more opportunity to return it. Uh, the last few's been inside the 20 because they've been high and long. This was a line drive. Brought this one out to about the 20, what is that? 20. Couple score updates for you. Sectional championship game in 3A. Batesville leading Brownstown Central 20-7. to Less than two minutes to go in the second quarter. And the winner of this game gets the winner of Evansville Central and Boonville. Evansville Central leading 7-0 in the first quarter. Interception. There. There's an interception, and it's 
Devin Donaworth coming up with the pick. He came up with a fumble recovery on the last Mustangs turnover, and this time he dives and comes up with the pick. That'll be Donaworth's second interception this season. Brown is a little bit slow to get up. He was the intended receiver there for the Mustangs. But Devin Donaworth coming back and in a big way here for East Central tonight. He's been out with injury for the past several weeks. And East Central's really missed him, and we're seeing why tonight. Boy, he's a fine, fine uh, player and uh, did an excellent job there. Read the He read the quarterback. You could see him zeroing in. The guy, he appeared, it was almost like he was baiting the uh, uh, Curtis because he, he watched that guy come out. I, he was right in front of us, and as soon as he cocked his arm, he made his move and cut in front of him, made a nice interception. First and 10 for East Central at the Edgewood 42. Handoff, Rosemeyer looks to go outside, then brings it back inside and is only able to gain one. Second and nine will be the next play. Evan Donaworth, 5'9", junior, having a real strong season for East Central prior to the leg injury he suffered against Greensburg. Second and nine, Maxwell under center. Fullback. Hand off to the fullback, that's Nick Griffin. He'll bring it forward for a three-yard game. That'll bring up third down and six for EC. East Central, they've won 18 sectional titles, looking for number 19 tonight. They've won three straight in the past three seasons. All time in the postseason, Chuck, East Central 81 and 32. Pretty high postseason win percentage for the Trojans football program. Third down and six here. Looks like we have an equipment problem. The desk is going to have to come off the field and get that addressed, whatever it is. And checking in for him is Max Studer. He will line up at the slot on the left side. Deborah Becker also over there. Working on something. Maxwell in the shotgun. Spike is his blocker. Maxwell passing sideline. He's caught by Becker. And then he'll be thrown down to the ground at the 26. That's another essential first down on that pass play from Maxwell to Becker. That's that rollout sprint out left, and he had plenty of time. Difficult uh, throw for a right-hander as he's going left on a sprint. Got his shoulder square to the uh, line of scrimmage and made a, a threw a strike. Becker ran a nice pattern, too. He was wide open, got himself wide open. That's something Maxwell does that a lot of high school quarterbacks can't. That's throw on the run. Mm-hmm. Saw it last week on the 4th and 15th conversion, which also went to Trevor Becker in a game-saving drive thing. last week. Here's Pe- Maxwell rolling to his right. Touchdown. Passing again. Becker caught in the end zone for a touchdown. ECTD. This one going for 26 yards. Maxwell running to his right, finds Becker with a step on his defender in the end zone. And a nice job by Becker holding on to it at the other end and keeping those feet in bounds. Trojans taking control here in the second quarter. 27-7 they now lead. And the extra point pending from Browndyke. Snap. 
kick on the way from Caden, and he puts it through the uprights, as you would expect. 28-7, 4.25 to go, second quarter. Trojans rolling here in the second quarter. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Your family's hometown pharmacy, DeVille Pharmacy. The flu is a serious illness, and each year's strain is different and unpredictable. It is important to get a flu shot each year to protect you and your family. At DeVille Pharmacies, we can bill Medicare and most insurances for the flu vaccine at little to no cost to you. Stop by today. No appointment needed. DeVille Pharmacies, your family's hometown pharmacy. With three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg, and Rising Sun. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Another Mustangs turnover leads to another East Central touchdown here in the second quarter. Brown bringing this kick return up to the 10-yard line, and he will be stopped. His forward momentum was stopped at the 10, and East Central just rode him all the way back to the goal line. Awfully pumped up, and, and we're coming up with that stop for the Trojans. And you see the difference in the kick, Michael. He, that oh, it was the line drive. He hit that way up in the air. It went down to about the one-foot mark, I think. And they would have done well to let that one bounce into the end zone. It was Jacob Poindexter coming in and coming up with that tackle, and he was awfully fired up after making it for the East Central coverage. Here's a, a will give Brown the forward momentum up to the 14-yard line. I think that's a pretty generous spot, to be honest. I think so, too. Here's a run to the right side by Bellamy, who's been relatively contained tonight had by one stand standards. This is the player who has eight 100-yard-plus rushing games this season, but East Central not giving him any sort of room. In fact, he runs for a loss of three there, now second and 13. But you've seen flashes of what he can do. Uh, there was a couple runs that he made people miss. He only picked, picked up four or five yards, but... East Central has a, a mob on him. You can tell that they practiced the whole week on stopping him. Had that one run almost went for a I mean, touchdown. He came through the middle. He's a fine running back, and they're doing a great job. Mustangs need to stop the turnovers. Two straight times they've turned it over. Two straight times it's turned into East Central touchdowns. Pass on the right side. Points for a short gain of a couple of yards. Didn't see who it was that made the catch over there. Great defense, a pursuit by the defense. East Central's defense is outstanding tonight. They're, you know, seldom are you seeing one guy get ta- on the tackle. There's four and five guys there, and I don't care where on the field it is, a pass, a, a run, whatever. They're, they're getting a lot of bodies to the ball. Timeout called by the Mustangs. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Doctors David Argo, Robert Rolf, Chidi Chanduri, Sam Q and Matt Johansson. They have locations in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Check them out on the web at beaconortho.com. 3.07 to go, second quarter, East Central leading Edgewood 28-7. Winner of this game gets the winner of Boonville and Evansville Central next Friday in the IHSAA 4A regional round. That game at the end of the first quarter, Evansville Central leading Boonville 7-0. No, there's a long way to go in this game, but if East Central wins, they would certainly want 
uh, probably prefer Evansville Central because it'd be the difference in about a four-hour drive. Uh, they would have to go to Boonville if it's Boonville next week for East Central. If it's Evansville Central, the Evansville Central Bears will come to St. Leon next Friday. Maybe, but I bet they'd rather play Boonville than Central. Central's a better team. Good. Yeah, they are. Central, I think, is better. Third down and nine. Whoa! Mustangs. Curtis trying to get out of trouble, and he cannot. He gets swallowed up on a sack. Coming up and making that sack is Gage Ertle, the junior defensive end, his first sack of the season. That was a great pressure. There's just no room. Not sure if you want to credit that as a sack or not. He might have gained a yard after taking off on the run. The quarterback, Skylar Curtis, for Edgewood. But it does bring up fourth down and nine. And another timeout called. East Central taking this one. In fact, they took the last one as well, trying to preserve as much time as they can on the clock. 3.28 now showing in the second quarter. They're, they know they're about to get the football back here. They're make sure they got enough time to get down the field and score. Another timeout presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Be sure and stay tuned during the halftime show. We'll have the Ivy Tech Community College stats report. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. The kicking game advantage uh, way over on the uh, central side. This uh, kicker, punters averaged about 31 yards, so looks like the punt returner is sitting at the 40, so they've done their homework. They know about where he's going to kick. Donnerworth standing on the 40-yard line. Low kick. Donnerworth will kick it up. Back across midfield. Now we'll come across the 50, up the middle. As the make a man miss, tackled at the 30. There's a flag down at the 30 on the return by Donnerworth. Looks like he was about to take it to the house. Oh, they threw that way back. in the back. Blocked in the back. Probably is going to bring this return back a little bit. They'll mark the penalty flag and move it a little bit back toward the 36. The fifth penalty in the half. Looks like that was a central team that averages 69.2 penalty yards per game against them. And this one was penalty marked at the 36. We'll take them back from the spot of the foul. This was a little confused. I'm kind of going to put this one. And we'll go back across What's the field. I don't know. They threw the flag back on the about the. They moved. They initially threw it. It was around the 30-yard line. Then it was moved up to the 36. And then they they marked off guarded from there via 15-yard penalty. Perhaps it was a personal foul of some sort, but I didn't see it. They didn't give a signal, as far as I know. I've been watching. Well, Maybe they did it early. Nonetheless, first and ten for East Central. They would have had great starting field position otherwise, but with the penalty, they'll start just short of midfield at their own 49-yard line. Maxwell in the shotgun. He's got triple eyes on the left side. Maxwell's going to take off running up the middle and will pick up about three yards on that first down run to the 48 of Edgewood. Second down and seven coming up. 2.31 to go first quarter. 
Wyoming County. East Central does have that one timeout in their pocket if they need it. Maxwell running to his left, looking down the field, wants to throw. Throws toward the sideline on a comeback route and incomplete. Going down to the ground trying to make that catch was David Badescu for East Central, but unable to keep it from hitting the grass. grass. Edgewood did a lot better putting pressure on that. That was that sprint rollout left, and they did a nice job of uh, putting pressure on him out there. They wouldn't let him get his shoulders turned, and so... And he threw a safe pass. The only one who's going to catch that would be the receiver. Score update from Brownstown. Batesville 20, Brownstown Central 7 at the half. That's a little bit surprising. I thought uh, he'd closer than that. Batesville Bulldogs looking to win a sectional championship tonight, just like these East Central Trojans. Here's third down and seven. Maxwell in the pocket, throwing. Ball's tipped up and intercepted or dropped. It was tipped up and then nearly intercepted by Parker Hall. He made a diving effort to get the ball, and he had a chance to catch it, but he could not hold on to it as he went to the ground. Good coverage in the secondary by Edgewood. Give them credit. Nice job of uh, shadowing the receivers. Just nobody, no place to throw it. So Trojans and Alex Maxwell nearly turning it over there. But now they will have to punt. Facing a fourth and seven. Back to return is David Brown, who has one punt return touchdown this season for the Mustangs. They could really use the spark right here to get back in this game. They trail it at the moment, 28-7, to 2.13 to go in the second quarter. Rosemeyer with the short punt. And the count on the bounce. Take it down to the 22. It will be down by the Trojans. Just a real fight. Real smart play, too. They, 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 they send a guy in motion to the to the left and the right, and then uh, they're on the right hash. Brown is sitting in the middle. They kick the ball way to the left where that uh, guy went in motion to cover it, and Brown couldn't get there before the ball. But there is a flag of some sort that was called. Good eye truck. I missed that. Let's see what they signal here. There was no return opportunity for Edgewood. Looks like it's coming back against East Central. And another re-kick here. It was a fourth and seven, approximately. Back near midfield. Maybe not. I don't know. They're talking to the coach at Edgewood over there. I'm not quite sure what's going on. I'm not sure. This looks pretty confusing to me. Well, they will sort that out. Got a score update from Evansville Central and Boonville. It's now 14-0 Central over Boonville with 8.51 to go in the second quarter. Winner of this game gets the winner of that game next week. It's like a campfire out there. All the officials circle around. <laughs> and they're still not exactly sure what they're going to do here. And you know they're going, well, we threw a flag. we got to call something. Okay, so what, what, anybody got anything? <laughs> Central ranked number three in the AP poll, four in the coaches poll in class 4A, coming in at 7-1. Edgewood unranked. They are 8-3. and three. This is an Edgewood team, Chuck, that last year finished 3-7, and seven, but they returned 14 starters from that team, and they've and picked up uh, Bellamy. around to come into this game at 8-3, and three. Yep, plus picking up Yvonne Bellamy, who transferred in. Quite a story this year. Quite a story about him. You might want to talk, talk to him about later. Now they're going to say there's no flag. Yeah, they're picking it up. And it'll be first and ten for Edgewood back at the 22. Even the story about Bellamy is a young man who came to Indiana from Iowa. His uh, brother was killed in an act of violence in Iowa. 
and his his uncle, cousin, his cousin, who is the, a wrestling coach at head, head wrestling coach at, at IU, Indiana University, not too far from Ellettsville, decided to bring him over here and kind of give the man a fresh start. And he's making the most of it. Here's Fox getting in there and blowing up Bellamy for a big loss. Ball handed off to LeVon Bellamy and Brett Fox right there on top of him to tackle him for about a four-yard loss. Wow. Fox knew when that ball was going to be snapped. He was in the backfield before the linemen were out of their crouch. Well, that's what happens then is when you get uh, when the, the quarterback needs to call on a different snap. or Timeout by East Central, their third and final timeout with 159 to play in the second. Or change the cadence. So Because right now the East Central defense is coming off the line like they're the offensive line, like they know, you know the count. Second down and 14 for EC. So the Trojans thinking they can get the ball back perhaps here with a few seconds and give the Trojans the ball with a few seconds and the weapon that is Caden Browndike on the sideline, their excellent kicker. You never know if not be able to get three more points on the board or more before the half. Yeah, and, you're, and you have uh, Donaworth back here uh, as a return person who's always dangerous. He could take it to the he could take it to the zone. Um, and or you maybe even call uh, for a fair catch in which you could kick the ball because he's, if he's able to kick a fair catch, he could knock that thing in from 50. Skylar Curtis, the quarterback, shotgun, hands it off to Bellamy. He'll run up the middle and is able to take it forward for some parts, positive yardage this time to the 25. Another flag. There's, yep, another flag here near the end of the play. Who's this going to be on? I don't, if it's on if it's on uh, Edgewood, they probably won't take the penalty. Yeah, some of the central defenders signaling that there's going to be a penalty against the Mustangs. Personal foul against Edgewood, in fact. You know, that's a big one. Bring up third down and set them back. Like I said, the flag came in late on that play. Frustration setting in, you think? Perhaps. Not even the halftime. So third and about seven becomes third and about 22. 151 to go, second quarter. East Central already pounding Edgewood 28-7. Mustangs looking to pick up some positive yardage on this play or risk giving East Central the football inside their territory on the next punt. If they can hold them and they uh, have them, okay, they have them punt, you, you fair catch it, and then you ask the officials for a, a free kick. And you can just take your time, put it on the thing, kick it through. We've got an official's timeout here as one of the Ellettsville coaches, or pardon me, Edgewood coaches, is... Marking something from the sideline, perhaps one of the explanation on the personal foul penalty. One forty-eight to go now, according to the clock. There we go. Third down and twenty-two. Curtis hands it off up the middle, and Bellamy finds his way to the fifteen-yard line. 
for a gain of about three. Now fourth down and 16. So Elgewood will have to punt it away with a minute and a half and counting here in the second quarter. May one not. You wouldn't do that, I guess, with a minute and a half because you could score a touchdown. But I kind of like to see a free kick. I haven't seen one in years. What is going on now? I don't know. The officials and... Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. We're going to let the clock run. Nine seconds on the play clock and counting. Ellisville on the edge foot. Clearly not going to want to run a play here. They'll let it go down all the way down to one minute, one second on the game clock. And take the five-yard penalty for the delay of game. And Central take a timeout. Looks like Edgewood takes a timeout oh, here. Okay. Central used all theirs. It's been a goofy pass committed here. Really slow pace of play going on here between the officials trying to iron some things out. And Edgewood's execution, or perhaps lack thereof. Timeout presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Doctors David Argo, Robert Rolf, Shidi Chanduri, Sam Tu, and Matt Johansson can meet your injury needs with same-day appointments, on-site x-ray, and MRI. Plus, they have those evening and weekend hours for your convenience. Check them out at beaconortho.com. Also, stay tuned. After the game, we'll name the star of the game presented by Gary Trabel, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Stop and see Gary at Hurlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and see why 25 years of repeat customers keep on coming back. Donaworth, more back to field the punt. Uh, we got the penalty. Up the middle, there's a flag Another down. And he is tackled at the 27. There's a flag back near midfield. And there was one up here, too. Yep, Two of Flag at the 50 and a flag up near the 35. How many uh, nice returns by Donaworth have we seen negated tonight by penalties on his teammates? Probably about four of them. <laughs> I don't. Almost every time he's had an opportunity for a return, there's been a flag thrown. That's seven, that's seven penalties on the Trojans. Better, these uh, these officials came out here tonight with the missions. <laughs> Throw a flag on any sort of return. And, of course, we got to take a good minute to sort this out. That's a personal foul. Personal foul on one. Oh, they... Two personal fouls. So are they going to mark two of them off? 30 yards? They declined the first one. They accepted the second one. Because they're getting worth two flags thrown. I think they took the first one. That was thrown first. Was so that a personal foul or is that just a... I don't know. Back. Back the officials... We're in the visiting side press box. He's looking towards the home side. When he makes the signal, yeah. we can't exactly tell what it is. Personal foul. Oh, I don't know. Yep. But even, even if it had been, the difference would have been a lot. Back there, 15 yards would be about the 450 or so, and this one. There we go. So East Central would have had great field position had it not been for the penalty. Now with 46 seconds, they'll have to go from the their own 38-yard line down the field to try and score before the half. Maxwell passing over him. the middle. They got Liam Jones there behind the defense. Nearly trips. He's still going at the 30 and then tackled at the 28. Liam Jones got behind the Edgewood defense and made him pay. Down to 35 seconds. Already. 37, I'm sorry. Just about into Caden Browndike 
field goal range here after that big pass from Maxwell to Liam Jones. And clocked, spiked by Maxwell on the first and ten at the 28 of Edgewood with 33 seconds to go before the half. A nice pass, a nice catch. Great offensive call by Randy Maxwell because uh, there wasn't anybody near him. I don't know how Edgewood gets caught sleeping on that in this situation, but they did. And Maxwell able to connect with Jones for the big completion. Trip wides for EC on the left side. Rosemeyer motions into the slot. Maxwell looking that way, looking for Rosemeyer in the end zone. Oh, off his fingertips. It completes. He had it. It did hit his fingertips indeed. Very good description, Chuck. But Rosemeyer cannot hold on to it. And it falls incomplete. Now third and ten for EC at the 28. Maxwell looks much sharper this week than last week. Uh, I think that rain, that little... Blaze on the ball hurt him a lot last week. We did see Central put the ball on the ground quite a lot last week. However, they never did fumble it. But there were a number of times when East Central lost control of the ball. And it was loose out there on quite a few occasions. Here we go. Triple on the left side again. Again, Rosemeyer motions into the slot. Maxwell looking. Now he's going to take off running. He'll get out of bounds. Smart, at the smart, smart. 20-yard line or thereabouts, which will bring up fourth down at about two. And if you're East Central here, do you bring out Brown Dyke now or do you go for it on fourth down? Nope, don't bring out Brown Dyke. He's going to spot up for a field goal here. This would be a 38-yard field goal for Caden Brown Dyke. And that's certainly within his range. We've seen him hit from beyond 40. We've seen him kick it far enough to be 50. Remember that night he missed that one? Yep. It went flying. It would have been good for 50. His longest field goal this season is 43, so he can certainly make it here from 38. Snap. Kick on the way. High enough. Far enough. And it's good. Brown Dyke, 38-yard field goal for the Trojans. 31-7. to They go ahead with 18 seconds to play in the second quarter. What a weapon he is. This is father kicked at LSU once upon a time. His sister Sophie also on the roster. She is a kicker for East Central. In backup situations where Caden may not be available perhaps. Caden, the golden leg for EC. A game-winning field goal last week against South Dearborn. And comes up with a... 38-yard field goal here for the Trojans to extend their lead to 31-7. to Tell you what, feels like an hour ago we had about two minutes to go here <laughs> in this quarter. Well, that has really slowed down with all these penalties. The game was going fairly quickly, I thought. And Here's the ensuing kickoff. It's going to be a squib kick. And fielded it on a knee. And he, he for Edgewood is number 23 for them. And that is Derek Davis. And that's where Edgewood will have the football with only 18 seconds remaining in the second quarter. He was on the ground with the ball and it was blown dead. Stay tuned at the half. We'll go over the Hagford keys to the game. Chuck will review those with us. Also talk about some possible stars of the game. Those, again, presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Terminator Chevrolet. First and ten 
from the 26. Curtis, scoping out the East Central defense. Looks like Edgewood's going to try and run a play here. It'll be Curtis running up the middle. And he'll find his way to the 30. Stays inbounds. And that'll probably be the last play of the half, it would appear. So one half in the books. East Central, a little bit of a slow start. It was a 1.7 to 7. But the second quarter belonged to the Trojans. 31 to 7. They are rolling. We'll take a break. Come back with the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Why fight big city traffic to drive to a dealership with big city overhead, markups, and headaches? This is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford. If you can hear my voice right now, you're probably no more than 30 minutes away from a more enjoyable way to buy a car, truck, or SUV. Eliminate the errand and enjoy the experience, the drive, and your new ride. See what we're all about at JimTrueFord.com, and then come see us on US 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit or refer a new member by December 15th. You'll be entered to win a $300 cash prize. See Bank for details on Industrial Drive in Lawrenceburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. Member NCUA. Step into Buffalo Wings and Rings, the ultimate sports restaurant. You'll feel like a VIP with nearly 50 TVs, serious craft beers, and chef-inspired flavors for every fan. From fresh, never-frozen wings and homemade blue cheese dressing to gourmet burgers and fresh salads, Buffalo Wings and Rings, where fans and families get the best seat to every game. Stop into the Greendale location on Flossie Drive. Buffalo Wings and Rings. Game time just got better. Order online at buffalowingsandrings.com. Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit or refer a new member by December 15th. You'll be entered to win a $300 cash prize. See Bank for details on Industrial Drive in Lawrenceburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. Member NCUA. Incredible cancer care starts here at Margaret Mary Health. Our premier cancer program provides a range of life-saving services from screening to survivorship. We offer private infusion-based and precise radiation technology and have the most experienced oncologists and caring staff, all committed to helping patients celebrate incredible outcomes. To learn more, call 812-932-4673 or visit mmhealth.org. Ivy Tech Community College student and mother, Amy, tells us why she's with Ivy. I came to college 27 years after I graduated high school. I was ready to find a place where I could be an amazing mom and have an amazing career at an amazing school. Apply today at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Hey, sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Hurling or Chevrolet. 
I am Dr. Jaideep Chandari with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, and I am board certified and fellowship trained to treat your spinal conditions. My team and I are available each week at our Lawrenceburg location, as well as our Beacon West location for your convenience. We will take the time to evaluate your condition and then come up with a proper treatment plan to meet your needs. Call us today for an appointment at 513-354-3700 or search us on the web at beaconortho.com. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome to the Whitewater Motor Company and Violent Half Size Show, the most trusted name in the car business with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Perlberg. At the break, East Central 31, Edgewood 7, for the IHSAA 4A sectional 23 championship game. East Central looking for their 19th sectional championship. It will also be their fourth straight uh, this season. If they can pull through and hold on for the win. Chuck, it was 7-0 after the first quarter. By halftime, 31-7, East Central. Trojans, 293 yards of offense in the first half, only 120 yards of offense by Edwards. Absolutely. They, 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 they look very sharp tonight. Uh, I think Randy Maxwell is calling a, uh, calling a great offensive game. He, 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 you know, they, it's obvious that uh, they've studied this team and they're hitting them with a weakness uh, with, you know, every time. I mean, they need a big play. They come up with it. There is one... Blenish for the Trojans. It has to be the uh, the penalties. Five penalties for 55 yards, and uh, most of those penalties are racing. Nice returns by Devin Donnelly. Yeah, and some big plays. And it's the same thing last week. They they, they had a touchdown called back. They had a drive stop. Um, as you go in into this tournament um, farther and farther, you just can't do that. I I, I lose several times when they beat uh, Lloyd uh, uh, Loyal uh, Loyal. I can say it uh, last year. Uh, they had, uh, I think, two uh, five-yard penalties and nothing more. You cannot get six, seven, eight, nine. I think they have seven penalties already, and several of them have been big penalties, 15-yarders that, that negated large, large gains. You can't do that when you're playing uh, um, a team that's as good as you are. Usually turnovers will, and uh, and uh, penalties will decide those games, and, and you just can't do that. Trojans also have three sacks in the first half. How about a look at our Hag Ford keys to the game? Uh, we said you got uh, East Central had to come out and uh, do it, at least restrain Bellamy. And they've stopped him except for one great run. But the reason being is that their defensive line is just far superior to to uh, uh, Edwards' offensive line. Three that, sacks. Yeah, and that kid that kid can run. You can see he's picking up three yards and making three and four guys missing. But uh, the defense is really swarming to the ball. I mean, uh, all night long there's there's been four and five people on tackles. So you don't you haven't seen very many solo tackles, uh, and that's what the defense. I'm, I'm sure that the um, defensive coordinators are thrilled with how they're playing. One missed, the corner missed on a pass, tried to make an interception, and uh, uh, which one was Hall, caught the ball, get one goes 52 yards. They got some quick receivers. you got to be very careful with them. They're pretty good. Um, but right now, uh, Curtis has no time to throw the ball. I mean, he, you know, he, he, I think he's a pretty good quarterback, but 
if you you can't throw from your back, and that's where he's been right. most of the night. Yeah, the three sacks for the Trojans coming at the hands of Brett Fox, Kyle Crumman, and Nathan Griffin. That's your Hack Ford keys to the game. Hack Ford's been family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. Check out their inventory at hagfordsales.com. Chuck, how about a look at our Ivy Tech Community College Halftime Stats Report? And the stats uh, at halftime will go like this. Uh, uh, the home team, Edgewood Mustangs, have four first downs. They have 16 yards on 16 carries. Passing, they have 104 yards passing, uh, 52 on one play. It's been all East Central. East Central has 15 first downs, 23 uh, rushes for 187 yards. They've passed for 106 yards. Uh, for Maxwell. Uh, Rosemeyer has uh, 89 yards on 10 carries. Maxwell has 8 uh, carries for 70 yards. Uh, Troy Teepee uh, has 2 for 14. Blake has 2 for 11. The important one right here, uh, LeVon uh, Bellamy has 9 carries for only 12 yards. That's excellent. Uh, folks, I'm telling you, that guy, he's an athlete. You can just tell. But uh, this swarming defense uh, by the Trojans uh, have uh, held him in check. Passing-wise, uh, yeah, you know, they're just, like I said, they got 104 yards, uh, uh, but 52 of that is on one play. and it's, it's been... That was their only touchdown of the half. Yeah, and that really, uh, they've had some penalty, too, uh, too that has caused them uh, uh, some real estate, but... Uh, uh, it, what can you say? The, the score indicates what the game has been. It's been dominated on offense and defense by the Central Trojans. That's your halftime stats report presented by Ivy Tech Community College. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Morrisburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. We'll take a break on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. When we come back, we'll have some more halftime analysis on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station, is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. At Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we believe in bringing world-class orthopedic care close to home. That's why I'm now seeing patients at our convenient Lawrenceburg location. I'm Dr. Matt Johansson at Beacon Orthopedics, and I specialize in helping patients overcome chronic hip and knee pain due to arthritis and other conditions. Schedule your appointment to see me at Beacon Orthopedics in Lawrenceburg by calling 513-605-4444 or schedule online at beaconortho.com. That's 513-605-4444 or beaconortho.com. Ivy Tech Community College nursing student Alex tells us why she's with Ivy. It's so close to home. You don't have to pay for room and board. There's so many scholarships that are available, and you'll come out not in debt. Apply today at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. 
Want to do your banking with a financial institution that will always be locally owned? Community Spirit is owned by its credit union members. Think outside the bank and join Community Spirit or refer a new member by December 15th. You'll be entered to win a $300 cash prize. See Bank for details on Industrial Drive in Lawrenceburg or visit communityspiritcu.org. Member NCUA. serious illness and each year's strain is different and unpredictable. It is important to get a flu shot each year to protect you and your family. At DeVille Pharmacies we can bill Medicare and most insurances for the flu vaccine at little to no cost to you. Stop by today. No appointment needed. DeVille Pharmacies your family's hometown pharmacy with three locations to serve you in Dillsboro, Lawrenceburg and Rising Sun. Ivy Tech Community College student Amy tells us why she's with Ivy. They have a pretty phenomenal nursing program. They uh have a very high pass rate for the NCLEX. Ivy Tech is close to home. It is uh, pretty reasonably priced. Apply today at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Look around you. One in three women and one in six men have experienced violence in a personal relationship. Safe Passage is available to bring safety and hope to those living with abuse. Visit our website, safepassageinc.org, or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990 for information and resources, safepassageinc.org. You want a new Ford, you say? Let Hag Ford lead the way. We offer the selection, pricing, and customer experience you have been searching for. We have over 58 years of experience. Let's not forget that wide selection of 130 used vehicles to choose from, including a multitude of Ford-certified pre-owned vehicles. That's right, they come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile warranty, roadside assistance, and much more. You can get all the details at HagFordSales.com. Hag Ford, we are the difference. Ivy Tech Community College student Andrew tells us why he's with Ivy. They offer all kinds of classes. Uh, most of mine are either online or night classes because of my work schedule, and Ivy Tech has been great with me. Apply today at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Have you heard? United Community Bank is now Savista Bank. You'll continue to enjoy the best in community banking from the same neighbors you know in your local branch with warm welcomes, trusted financial solutions, and a genuine commitment to helping you and our community grow. Savista Bank is here for you. Same neighbors, new name. Learn more at Savista.Bank. Member FDIC. That's Savista Bank. Focused on you. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. This is the Whitewater Motor Company in Milan Halftime Show, the most trusted name in the car business at the half, East Central, all over Edgewood, 31-7. to it was a uh, second quarter, which saw East Central outscore Edgewood 24-7. to so far tonight, Eric Rosemeyer with two rushing touchdowns for East Central. Alex Maxwell with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. The passing touchdown to Trevor Becker and Caden Browndike with a 38-yard field goal with about 23 seconds remaining in the second quarter. That's how the Trojans get to their 31 points. 
about a look at our player who fueled their team in the first half, Chuck. If I had to look at the East Central stats, I would say. Alex Maxwell, pretty hard to go against him. Eight rushes for 70 yards. He's also passed 5 of 11 for 106 yards for East Central, plus the two touchdowns I just mentioned. I agree with you, except uh, Rosemeyer kind of set the tone on those first series, you know, the what was going to happen. He said, you know, that's like a, those two guys work so well together and, and, and mean so much to each other. How about uh, the... the um, Injury report on Anthony Bartholomew. You, we do not know, and I haven't. Is he come back out? So he was on crutches here yeah. earlier. Uh, we saw him at halftime. Where the rest of the team was in the locker room. Anthony Bartholomew, who was uh, injured earlier uh, for East Central, the starting left guard, he was on crutches. Uh, I would anticipate his return being doubtful. Could, yeah, I wouldn't think tonight. <laughs> and it could be just a precaution. Let's hope. So uh, no word on uh, the long-term prognosis there, but yep. uh, it didn't appear to be in at least too much pain. I mean, he's, he was getting around on crutches, but you know, it'll be something where uh, the doctors of Beaton Orthopedics and Sports Medicine will have to check on Anthony and see how he is. And hopefully, if uh, East Central is fortunate enough to advance past tonight, he can be back in action next week when the Trojans are in the regionals. By the way, the player who fueled their team, that's presented by Wardway Fuels, your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit wardway.com. How about a couple score updates in the third quarter? Batesville 20, Brownstown Central 14. Batesville looking to pull off the mild upset there this evening. And Evansville Central at the half over Boonville, 28 to nothing. Winner of East Central and Edgewood here tonight gets the winner of Evansville Central and Boonville next Friday in the regional. So we'll continue to update you on the progress of that game. But it is 28-0 at the half to advantage Evansville Central. We're going to take a break on the Whitewater Motor Company and Milan Halftime Show. And when we come back, we'll have the start of the third quarter on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Why fight big city traffic to drive to a dealership with big city overhead, markups, and headaches? This is Justin Ward from Jim True Ford. If you can hear my voice right now, you're probably no more than 30 minutes away from a more enjoyable way to buy a car, truck, or SUV. Eliminate the errand and enjoy the experience, the drive, and your new ride. See what we're all about at JimTrueFord.com, and then come see us on US 52 in relaxing Brookville. Welcome to the Jim True Ford family. I'm Dr. Sam Koo, a hand-to-shoulder specialist with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Do you wake up at night because your hand is hurting? Does your hand go to sleep while driving, talking on the phone, or reading a book? If so, you may have carpal tunnel syndrome. If you have any of these symptoms, please come see me at our Lawrenceburg office. Call 513-354-3700 or check us out at beaconhand.com. around you. One in three women and one in six men have experienced violence in a personal relationship. Safe Passage is available to bring safety and hope to those living with abuse. Visit our website, safepassageinc.org, or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990 for information and resources, safepassageinc.org. 
Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Welcome back to the IHSAA 4A Sectional 23 Championship Game with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Perlover, East Central. We'll get the kickoff to open up the second half against Edgewood. Trojans leading 31-7. to These two teams met last year, 48-6 to was the advantage for East Central. That was the final score. First ever meeting between the two schools last year. This being the second ever meeting between East Central and the Edgewood Mustangs. Both of them here at Edgewood. The Trojans visited here last night. It was natural grass playing field and you come back this year, Chuck, and it's a whole new look with the artificial turf. Not just any artificial turf, but it is red, red. from end zone <laughs> to end zone. You don't suppose they'd onside kick, do you? Well, you got to lose at this point. Yeah, I'd try it. I swear I would. East Central's not an easy team to come back against. You're going to need to get some breaks more than likely, and an onside kick would probably be one of those breaks you would need. Let's see. Rosemeyer, pardon me, Donaldworth back to return, standing at the 15. It will be an onside kick, and it will go out of bounds. East Central cannot field it, but it does get out of bounds, and so possession will be retained by the Trojans. Not a bad onside kick. No, that's actually uh, pretty good. Player, none of them must have felt that they could handle that kick because it was bouncing all over the place, and they said, I'm just going to get away from this, and let's hope it goes out of bounds, and sure enough, it did. So, we've seen uh, the Mustang signal that they may be willing to pull out all the stops to try and mount a comeback here in the second half. That ball went all the way down to about the 30, am I, am I right, or 25? Yep. That's probably a better... 25-yard line. That's probably a better uh, better situation that they had kicked off because uh, Donaworth would have probably got it much farther than that. One wide receiver set, Maxwell under center. Mustangs showing blitz. Handoff to Troy Teepee. And Teepee, off-right tackle, makes his way to the 30. Gain of five yards on first down for EC. East Central in the first half, 15 first downs. Evansville Central, four first downs. With those 15 first downs, that's 15 free wings with the purchase of a wing tonight after the game. Only a Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale. The BOGO wing promotion, first down wing at Buffalo Wings and Rings tonight only after the game for Trojan fans. Maxwell, pass complete, left side. I believe that's Fidescu. He'll try and fight for the 35-yard line. I think he got it. And in that case, it would be a first down. Yes, it is. Oh, we got a flag and, and uh-oh. Late flag here? Yeah, well, there was a flag. There was, it looked like it was an injured man. And then somebody must have said something. I don't think did something, but somebody, it looks like it's going to go against the Trojans. And I tell you, this is, this is not good. Something that's kind of been a weak spot for the Trojans, uh, all season has been the penalties. I think this was verbal. I really do because there, there were people walking away and then something was said. And that might be on Edgewood. I don't know, but it looks like it's, uh, they're talking to Edgewood captain, but I'm not sure. It's going to be talking to uh, Bryson Smith, the senior tight end. 
I'm not sure which East Central player might have been the it defender, just, but the Trojans it, are marching back. They know it's going to be against them. Does this seem like every time there's a penalty, it's like a, a summit between the United States and the Soviet <laughs> Union? I, I, it's, it's like ridiculous. That is a, yeah, it's, it's every, a penalty. Every official on the field has to be involved, and the discussion has to take at least 30 seconds before we can know exactly what the call is going to be, but it's indeed going to be a personal foul against East Central, and the umpires want to come over, and they're going to talk about it a little bit more before we can play football. Maybe it has to be unanimous, like a jury trial or something. Maybe they're going to warn somebody, or... What is that? The head umpire asked the line judge on the East Central side. They're waving back the, uh, the sticks. Oh, yeah, okay. First and ten will be the call, will be the play coming up next. It looks like it be a first down for East Central, and then at the end of the play, after the first down was achieved, the play was dead is when the personal foul occurred. So they do get the first down, but they move backwards, back to the 21-yard line. Hand off. Left side, Rosemeyer to the sideline, still on his feet, cuts it back inside at midfield to the 40. To out the of bounds. 30, and he stepped out of bounds. Back at around the 40-yard line. Nearly took it all the way. Eric Rosemeyer, another impressive run for the Trojan senior tailback. 40-yard run on that one. Well, all that penalty yardage and then some was gained back by Eric Rosemeyer. And no penalty flag this time. Wow. That's, uh, that's how you make up a penalty. But I tell you what, these, these penalties are problematic. Maxwell under center, first and ten. Handoff. Troy TP gets his number called, and he will move it forward to the 36. Second down and six coming up. Just uh, for the most of the evening, it's simply been uh, offensive line and defensive line of the Trojans just dominating. When you can do that, you can uh, do a lot of things, offensively and defensively. Uh-huh. Second down, EC. One wide receiver on the near side. Split backs. Haven't seen this this year. Straight dive. Look at that. And off to Troy. And TP dives down. For a gain of about another three yards. Third down and three now coming up for East Central. Split backs. Haven't seen that this year. I, they may have run it when I, uh, the game we were doing something else. But I, Maxwell was under center and... The old uh, elephant formation. Dive. Same formation here. Nope. Maxwell goes in the shotgun this time. He'll then take off touchdown. up the middle. Splits the safeties. And in for the touchdown. Alex Maxwell, 33 yards in for the score. His third touchdown tonight. Second on the ground and the third one through the air. Alex Maxwell getting it done with his legs as he does, has been all season and his whole high school career here. Now 27 rushing touchdowns this season for Alex Maxwell. Eden Browndike on with the extra point attempt. East Central now ahead 37-7. Caden waiting to give the signal. Let's go. Snap, pull, kick on the way. The short one, and they missed it. Like it was wide left, and that's a rare miss for Caden Browndike. It will remain at 37 to 7, 9:50 to go, third quarter. 
but a 33-yard touchdown run by Alex Maxwell. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Trust your propane and heating oil needs to Wardway Fuels. At Wardway, we're dedicated to keeping you warm and comfortable all winter. With our automatic delivery service, you have the peace of mind knowing your propane or oil supply is safe and sufficient. Wardway's low prices and fast, friendly service makes them your first choice for oil and propane. Family-owned and operated since 1981, we're Wardway Fuels, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Third quarter, 33-yard touchdown run for Alex Maxwell. Ian Brownbike missing the extra point. A little bit of excessive... Activity afterwards, leave it at that. And the return here by Brown for the Mustangs. He is taken down at the 15-yard line. That's where Edgewood's drive will start. Chuck, how about a drive recap on the last Central touchdown drive? Three plays. The dynamic duo comes through again. Rosemeyer goes for 40 shortly after that. Uh, Maxwell goes 35. Touchdown. Kick no good. 37-7. East Central continues their dominance tonight. If you or someone you know is facing domestic abuse, local help is available. Call Safe Passage Inc. 877-773-1990 or visit safepassageinc.org. They are the presenters of our drive recaps tonight. Handoff to Bellamy. Bouncing it for the outside and cutting it up. Oh, I like the way that kid runs. You saw a little glimpse of what he can do there. He's got speed and strength. Makes, uh, it makes your defenders hesitate a little bit because yep. you can cut it back, cut it outside, cut it straight up on a dime. They they have done such a, a good job. East Central's done such a good job of bottling him up and, and not letting him get out in space. Six-yard gain on first down for Levon Bellamy for the Edgewood Mustangs. Backfield again is Levon, the quarterback, Shiloh Curtis. And off this time, it goes to Ethan Jacobs. He's the big kid. He'll go up the middle with it and get close to a first down. I think he's going to be about a half yard short, however. Third and one now for the Mustangs. He's a low, 5'10", 225 pounds. Ball at the 24, they need the 25 to convert. He's a big kid back here, isn't he? At Jacobs. He is. That size and speed in that backfield for the Mustangs. See if they can't utilize it. It's a screen pass. They were looking for Bellamy, but Curtis, the quarterback, quickly under pressure by Kyle Crumman and Brent Fox. And he's unable to get a clean pass off. It falls incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down and one for the Mustangs, and they will be forced to punt. They had something going on, too, because uh, there was nobody out here with Bellamy. Bellamy if, uh, if he gets it off, he's got some real estate in front of him. He, he could uh, It could have been interesting out there. 8.16 to go, third quarter. Donaworth back to return at the 48-yard bad line. Bad snap. It is a bad snap, but picked up by the punter, Austin Heckman. He will get it away, and Donaworth will fall on it. At the 46-yard line on East Central's side of the 50. 
Donna was very aggressive there. He, the ball's rolling around, people around him, and the uh, ball was rolling a little bit, and he jumps on it. I'm not sure that's a wise decision. Uh, I would say, look, I don't think you need to do that. And they are. It's talking to him, Sam. <laughs> he said, no, we don't want to do that. I, I thought they might. That was... Uh, he is such an aggressive Why do you kid. say that? Is it because of the injury issue he's kind of trying to get over, or is it no, just the it, because of the ball? That, that, that ball's not like a basketball. You, you, you know, it's, it, that thing doesn't bounce true all the time. And, yeah. and it, besides, it was only going to roll about two or three more yards, and not worth the uh, risk. Gotcha. All right, now first and ten for East Central. Bike in motion, coming near side, makes a catch on a screen play. Right side, gets a first down, and then hit out of bounds as he makes it down to about the Edgewood 36-yard line. That is like a uh, uh, a pitch, uh, 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 like, a, like a long pitch. They send the running back in motion out here, and uh, Maxwell just throws it out here to him. He had two blockers in front of him. They had two wideouts over here, did a nice job blocking for him. Opened the, uh, gave him the uh, ability to get some, what, about 15 yards on that? Yep. Maxwell, under center now, first and 10. Pitch to fight. Oh, nice job defensively. And he'll be stopped before he can get back to the line of scrimmage. Coming up and making the stop for Edgewood is Chance Hunt, junior defensive tackle. For a one-yard loss, second and 11 for E.C., Seven thirty-six and counting in the third quarter. Trojans already ahead, thirty-seven to seven. Looking to make it more on this possession. Maxwell gives it to Fike, and he runs into a wall at the line of scrimmage. No gain here for Jake Fike and crew. Just uh, a pro or flanker right uh, offense, eye formation, give it to the tailback, and uh, Edward did a nice job of clogging that up right at the line of scrimmage. Third down and 11 for EC. Might be four down territory where the football is on the field. Just about the 37-yard line. Hopefully that won't be a question. Hopefully the Trojans can convert on third and long. Maxwell in the shotgun passing. Slant. Middle of the field. It's caught by Trevor Becker. And he won't get to the first down marker. However, he will get inside the 30. And that will make it fourth down and two. So it'll make that call. Do we go for it on fourth down a little bit easier for the Trojans as they are probably on the outer cusp of Caden Browndike's field goal range and certainly too short of a field to punt. So they are going to go for it. Liam Jones winds up right, right, right side. Maxwell's going to run with it. QB keeper gets a first down. Still on his feet at the 10. Five. Touchdown, Alex Maxwell. They, anytime they want big yardage, they go with a, uh, 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 the uh, up back uh, on the right-hand side and an extra man over there. And, and uh, Edgewood has not yet reacted to it. It's, nope. uh, it's probably averaging about 40 yards a carry. How many there. times have we seen that play go for a touchdown uh, right now, Chuck? Like, like three or four anyway. I mean, in the, the last two touchdown runs by Alex Maxwell. That one, a 28-yard scamper, makes it 43-7. to Brown Dyke will try and put this extra point through, and he does. And he was short and left on his last extra point attempt, but he makes good on it there. And that gets the score up to 44-7, to 6.09 to go 
fourth quarter. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Our family has been digging deeper for ways to save money. Natalie's digging in the sofa. A quarter? Cha-ching! We even found a way we could cut our energy bill up to 80%. Climate Master Geothermal Systems tap the constant temperature of the earth to provide heating, cooling, and hot water while keeping our home comfortable all year long. And Climate Master Systems are so efficient, the investment quickly pays for itself. They're also a cleaner choice for the environment. Call Jeff at Gehring today at 812-934-6088 or visit GehringInc.com and leave the digging to the professionals at Hey, it's Double T Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. 28-yard touchdown run, the latest score for Alex Maxwell on the East Central Trojans makes it 44-7 with 6.09 to go in the third quarter. Might be looking at a running clock oh, situation. Uh, this game gets, doesn't turn around in a hurry for Edgewood. Falls loose and recovered by the Trojans at the 13-yard line. Ball jarred loose from Brown and then getting right on top of it for EC was Liam Jones. Wow. Ball was popped out of there. I didn't see who it was. It knocked it loose from Brown, but as soon as he got hit, that ball popped up. And Jones was Johnny on the spot to recover that fumble. And East Central, just like that, knocking on the door to score once again. First and ten from the Edgewood 14. That that, that play, that kickoff uh, return was a disaster from the first. They fumbled it almost back into the end zone, picks it out, gets hit, fumbles it again. D.C. with the ball. Uh, How many plays? Three or four. Handoff. Pike on left side trying to stiff arm a defender still on his feet as he gets to the 10 and eventually taken down to the ground near the far side of the field. I think we might be in a running clock situation at this point. Can't tell right here, but after that uh, fumble, the clock continued to run. Probably not a surprise. Wouldn't be surprising with the score forward the way it is 44 to 7, East Central. How many turnovers tonight now for Edgewood, Chuck? I got that. Uh, that would be I'm trying to find out. I think three or four, golly. Yep. It's been uh, kind of caught me by surprise. Am I? <laughs> okay. They have at least an interception by Donaworth, a fumble recovery by Donaworth, and now that fumble recovery by Jones. Here's a run right side. Jake Fike in for the touchdown. An 11-yard touchdown run by Jake Fike, capping a two-play drive. All by Fike. If you or someone you know is facing domestic abuse, local help's available. Call Safe Passage Inc. at 877-773-1990. There's your drive recap. It was a short one. Jake Fike getting it all done for the Trojans. He gets 14 yards on that drive with the 11-yard touchdown run, and that makes it now 50-7. to Caden Browndike out there once again with Isaiah Wheat, the holder. Ball is The snap is not handled by Wheat, and he gets tackled. Back at the 17. So no good on the extra point attempt. Second time the Trojans have been unable to get the extra point through. Very uncharacteristic of the special teams unit. However, 50-7 to with under five minutes to go in the third quarter. After a 11-yard touchdown run by Jake Fike. We're back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
sports ball fans. This is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Early November Friday night in Ellettsville, Indiana, where the Trojans are pouring it on in the third quarter. 50-7, to they lead. There's a kick return by Brown, and they'll hold on to it this time. He fumbled the last kick off a few moments ago, which led to that 11-yard Jake Pike touchdown run. This time, Brown does hold on to it, and he is tackled at the 23-yard line. First to 10 for the Mustangs from there. I mentioned it was a beautiful Friday night here in southern Indiana. Chuck, it was pretty, uh, a very pretty drive coming no, out. U.S. Really 50 nice. up through uh, Columbus and then shooting over to Bloomington and around Bloomington here just northwest of uh, the IU campus here in Ellettsville. All sorts of uh, trees driving through Brown County. Brown County State Park, a beautiful place to visit. Looking very good this time of year. Here's a run to the left side by Bellamy. His biggest run of this half. And it gets a Mustang first down up at the 44-yard line. Powerful runner. He just uh, exudes speed and strength. And that's the first time he's really gotten, well, second time he's really gotten loose. First and ten. 4-13 and counting in the third. I think that's the fifth first down of the evening for them, for the uh, Mustangs. That's their first of this half. Mm-hmm. That would be the fifth overall. And a timeout called by East Central just before the ball is snapped. Timeouts presented by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Locations in Lawrenceburg, Batesville, and Green Township. Check them out at BeaconOrtho.com. Also, nominate a past, present, or future serviceman or woman or local first responder at EagleCountryOnline.com and tune in Thursday at 8.20 a.m. as we recognize a local hero during Eagle Salutes presented by the U.S. Army Aurora Recruiting Station. Score update for you. Third quarter. Evansville Central 35, Boonville 7. So it would appear we'll get a rematch of last year's regional meeting between East Central and Evansville Central. Looks like both Evansville Central and EC going to advance tonight, barring major comebacks by their opponents. And, of course, we remember East Central on their way to that state championship last year at Evansville Central come up to St. Leon and rolled over them. Here's a pass down the left sideline. It's caught by Hall, and he gets into the end zone for a touchdown. He was juggling that pass for about 10 yards, running along with it, was finally able to grab control of it, and they say he stepped out of bounds at the 16 approximately. Nice catch by Hall going down the sideline. Curtis finally able to find enough time to throw the deep ball, and Hall securing it. On the other end of that catch, but stepped on the sideline. Otherwise, he would have been in for the score. And that was quick. Uh, that's they. They've had people behind the defenders on three or four, or five occasions 
And that's the first time they really hooked up on a over-the-top. Hand off. The big kid. There's Ethan Jacobs. Tries to go up the middle with it and only able to gain a half yard or so. Second down and nine coming up for Edgewood. They've had very, very little rushing uh, yardage tonight, except uh, they've had a couple long. What is everybody looking at down there? The scoreboard is going wild. They put the points on the board. They thought that the touchdown by Hall stood. Half the stadium, I don't think, realized that he had stepped out of bounds here on the near side. So they already put the points on the board. So they got to cycle it all the way around from 100. <laughs> There's a nice run. Here's a run by Bellamy, bouncing it to the outside. Nice tackle. And nice tackle number out nine. there by number nine of East Central. Was that Brent Fox? Oh, no, Chase Ludwig out there able to make the stop. Chase Ludwig, nice tackle and space. Bellamy can get by him. He might be in the end zone. I believe you're right. Uh, that was a good. Ludwig's had a pretty nice season. 36 tackles, two tackles for loss, three interceptions, and six passes defended coming into tonight. Third down and seven. Pass over the middle. It's caught by Hall, and he'll be tackled at the six. Little I mean, not Hall catching that. Rather, it is Tyler Martin. Little slant pass down there, I believe. Is that a first down? It's got to be close. Fourth down nope. and about. Fourth and inches. Pretty close. I got to get about the close to the five. Not quite to the five-yard line, but close to it. East Central's defense trying to make a statement here and hold strong. Currently leading 50-7. to seven. Inside two minutes to go in the third quarter. Pitch. Bellamy gets the, the first zone. down. And nope. Stops Whoa. at the one. <laughs> sure looked like he was in. He was uh, being taken down to the ground by an East Central defender. He kind of landed on top of that defender who was tackling him. And I thought... He got carried into the end zone from there, but apparently some part of them was down, at least in the eye of the line judge, who marks him down just inside the one or right at the one. A lot of different players out there for the Trojans right now. Yep. And Bellamy will get the pitch here, and the flag comes. That left side. Moving the plate head. The whole left side of the Mustang line. Not what you want to do when you got the ball on the one. Clock stops with a minute ten seconds. You get the running clock, you stop the clock, and there's a penalty. You know, I'm not real sure to be truthful, Michael. Maybe we're not in the running clock situation as we had hoped. We were wishing for it. We were. We're talking about that on the drive out here. We thought, man, we got after this game's over, we got a two and a half hour drive in front of us to get back home. We were hoping for a running clock so I could be back before midnight, but I don't know that that's going to happen yeah, at this point. It don't look like it's going to happen. Nope. From the six, pitch to Bellamy, and he will get in this time. Running with the full head of steam. Gets in for the score. Makes it 50-13 to 13 with 51 seconds to go in the third. 
Big uh, big block by Jacobs out there, the fullback, 5'10", 225-pound uh, running back. Made a nice block on the linebacker out there to free him up. A lot of the, as you mentioned, Chuck, a lot of the reserve players or second-string players out there for East Central's defense now. On the get the extra point, Austin Heckman. It's up, and it is good. So, 50-14, to 14 your score in the third quarter. We'll take a timeout, and we're back with it with more. Here from Ellettsville on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Hello, this is Joe Earhart, a physician assistant with Beacon Orthopedics. Do you have knee pain? If you've developed knee pain gradually over several years, you may be suffering from arthritis. Arthritis is a wear and tear condition involving the cartilage of the knee. As a physician assistant, I am trained to provide extensive non-operative treatment for arthritis of the knee. Many people believe a knee replacement may be their only option for treatment, but this is rarely the case. If you would like to discuss the many treatment options available, call us at 513-354-3700 or visit us at BeaconOrtho.com. Hey, it's Bubba Bo. Get all the news, weather, and traffic you need to start your day with me on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Score update. Brownstown Central 35, Batesville 20. That's with 4.23 to play in that game in Brownstown tonight. Batesville looked like they were going to be possibly in position to upset Brownstown because they had a lead at halftime. However, Brownstown came out strong in the second half. They now lead by two scores over Batesville. The chance to return the kickoff here for East Central. And it was an offside kick to death going nowhere. Right now, 50 to 14. 51 seconds to go in the third quarter. Ball at the 49 for EC. When East Central is back in action next Friday night, barring a big fourth quarter comeback by Edgewood here, you'll hear it live next week on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com, looking like the East Central, Evansville Central rematch. Running up the middle, strong run by Troy Teepee of East Central all the way down to the Brownstown 40-yard line, a gain of 11. Could be the last play of the third quarter. About a second behind is the play clock. They're going to stay in the huddle. Yep. No doubt a good decision there by the Trojans coaching staff. We'll see if we don't go to a running clock in the fourth quarter. And Batesville just scored to get it down to a one-possession game against Brownstown Central, 35-28. That's with 2.49 to play in the fourth quarter. So don't count the Bulldogs out just yet. Bulldogs have played in some really close games, several this year. Oh, yeah. Good 3A school. Bulldogs, Trey Heidler, 24-yard pass to Austin Seifert. And a two-point conversion, also good by Trey Heidledge. That makes it 35-28. We'll continue to update you on that game here. We just reached the end of the third quarter. East Central and Edgewood at the end of 3, 50-14 EC. We're back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. 
Ivy Tech Community College nursing student Alex tells us why she's with Ivy. They have so many different programs that you can go into. You can take any like general education classes to find what you need and they'll automatically transfer into a lot of places. So apply today at ivytech.edu slash Lawrenceburg. Bring your team to Buffalo Wings and Rings for a chef-inspired menu in a club-level atmosphere. It's the ultimate sports restaurant experience, a place where everyone gets treated like a VIP. This isn't bar food, it's raise-the-bar food, including wings, salads, sandwiches, and so much more. You'll add a new favorite to your playbook every time you stop by. Rush into Buffalo Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale, Indiana, also offering carryout and catering service. Call or order online at buffalowingsandrings.com. Hey, sports ball fans, this is Lori with Eagle Country 99.3, and my friend Gary Trable is a proud sponsor of this sportscast and your athlete. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle and be the star of your game with a warranty forever from Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet. Hey, it's Double T Travis there. I have all the news, sports, and traffic you need to wrap up your day on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Central's Noah Wheats on a second down run for East Central to start the fourth quarter. Is able to pick up a first down for the Trojans down to the Edgewood 23-yard line. Noah Wheats well, usually get to announce his number too often, but with the score as it is at the start of the fourth, 50-14 advantage East Central. We're going to see a number of reserve players in action here in the fourth. Under center for quarterback for the Trojans is Isaiah Wheats after three. And the Trojan lineman lost his shoe. Thought it was a flag for a moment. Run right up the middle, and it only gains a yard for East Central. Second down and nine coming up. I mean, almost uh, a lot of reserve players in this specialty positions out there to now. East Central, 24 points in the second quarter. They scored 19 in the third quarter. Edgewood also got their second touchdown of the game in the third quarter. They scored 14 points in about 20 seconds or less. 462 yards of offense for East Central through three quarters. Not bad. They ain't done. Here's a run. Dive play up the middle for Nick Griffin. Down to the 14-yard line. Now third down and one for EC. 9.48 to go in the fourth. I don't know if we've gone to a running clock situation just yet. We're using a lot of the uh, the clock. I anticipate it's going to be very much needed. Yeah, I think we're probably going to see mostly run plays from the Trojans here on out. Here's Noah Wheat diving. End zone in for the score. Noah Wheat, his second touchdown this season, gets in for a 14-yard touchdown run. Noah Wheat adding to the East Central scoring party. Sophie Browndike on to kick the extra point for EC. Little sister of Caden Browndike. The only girl on the East Central football roster. Her kick is up and good. Sophie with the extra point. 
He can kick pretty well, too. He kicked that one real well. Yeah, plenty of distance on it. Almost as well as her brother kicks it. So, once Aiden graduates this year, maybe we'll see Sophie kicking them through the uprights for East Central next season. Maybe a preview of things to come, perhaps, for the Trojans on a special teams. 9.31 to go fourth quarter. Another Trojans touchdown. It's 57-14. to And we take another break on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. St. Elizabeth physicians know the importance of having the right care when you need it most, which is why we've opened a brand new facility right here in Dearborn County, just off I-275 and US-50. Our highly rated physicians are now here to provide you with personalized primary and specialty care, as well as the convenience of urgent care seven days a week. St. Elizabeth physicians, we're committed to our patients, so we'll be there for you every step of your journey. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I'll keep you singing along and make your workday go a little faster every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Brown returning for Edgewood on the goal line. They'll bring it up to about the... 18, and there is a flag on the field near the 21. 9.24 to play, fourth quarter. East Central 57, Edgewood 14. A 14-yard touchdown run a moment ago by Isaiah Wheat. That is his second, pardon me, Noah Wheat, his second touchdown this season. And just the latest touchdown for EC. One for the night, full of them. Score update from Evansville. Evansville Central, 49, Boonville, 7. So, without a doubt, I would say, safe to say, next Friday night on Eagle Country 99.3, you will hear the IHSAA 4A regional matchup between East Central and Evansville Central. It will be a rematch of last year's regional game, which was won by the Trojans. Pretty one-sidedly, Trojans were able to defeat Evansville Central last year for the regional title. 35-13 35-13 to 13 in St. Leon, and that game will be a home game for the Trojans next Friday. We'll see you at Trojan Field on the artificial turf once again, but the artificial turf will at least be the right color next week, Chuck. <laughs> it'll, it'll remind you more of a, of a football field. More. I don't know what this reminds me. It reminds me of Christmas, because they do got the green turf around the edges here at uh, Edgewood High School, but... The actual plain inbounds portion of the artificial turf is red as red can be. They wanted to do something different here, and I'd say mission accomplished. I can't tell if I like it or not. Second and nine, run to the left side, getting outside over there as Ethan Jacobs, the running back, and he will be close to a first down. I think he got it, and it will be. Indeed, first down for Edgewood. And he got out of bounds. Nope. Not they running, might have gone to the running clock. Either he didn't get out of bounds or looked like he certainly did to me. He got the clock running still. So I think we're in a running clock situation now between these two schools. Well, it can't go fast enough for either team. I guarantee you. Uh, obviously, the Trojans are happy, but... You don't want to be out there. Uh, game's over. You'd like to end this thing pretty quick if you're Edgewood. Just the formality at this point, no doubt. We're going to see some trickeration here 
flea flicker. Interference. And, yep, Caught the ball interference anyway. down the field. Brown makes the catch. And on him, called for the interference is Eric Perkins, but it didn't prevent Brown from making the catch. So they'll probably take the result of the play at the 35-yard line way up there. That was a reverse in which I think it was Bellamy that gunned up and threw that ball down the field and completing it to Brown. Most exciting thing you've seen all night from from, uh, Edgewood. Kind of fun. I think uh, Edgewood still has their varsity players in going against East Central's reserve right now. They do. And off Bellamy. Driving up the middle and there's a flag. After a two-yard gain by Bellamy, flag comes in. Just let the the hold go. (laughs) At least the clock's still running. And that's what both coaches think. <laughs> let's have a let's have a penalty-free game unless somebody throws a punch or. <laughs> it'll set Edgewood back to the 45-yard line, and so it'll now be first and 20 for the Mustangs. The Mustang Corral is what they call the home field here. Looking out over the defense is Skyler Curtis, the quarterback. And as the ball is snapped, flags come in from all angles, signaling a full start against Edgewood. And so first and 20 is now going to become first and 25 back at midfield. Well, Chuck, while we have the opportunity, let's talk about next week's matchup between East Central and Evansville. Central in the regional contest, which will take place in St. Leon next Friday. Talk about that right after this first and 25 play. Pass, short pass to the left side is incomplete. Intended over there for Austin Schwartz. But I don't know if where you were you were up there last year when East Central had Evansville Central come in and uh, Trojans. It was remember that it's Evansville Central, a team that let's just say wasn't very disciplined. No, uh, they they were very undisciplined, and it cost them. But it was also a weird night. That several times that on a punt or a kickoff, one of their players would put a knee down and try to re, uh, pick up a, a kick or a punt, and ball would be blown dead. Here's a pass deep down the left sideline. It is underthrown and then with a chance to intercept it but unable to get around turn the right way to make a play on it for East Central was the coverage man that's Anthony Littleton Jr. It was a cold night and yes. uh, uh, East Central had heaters they didn't uh, by the halftime you could tell who you know they were out of sorts one of the players the freshman completely out of his mind uh, you know yelling at the they ran down one of the two jumped up uh, getting ready to score and start yelling at the official. Of course, they threw a flag on him. Uh, this team, but uh, they, I'll tell you what they do have. They have great speed, and they play very good football down in a good football region, so they're going to be tough opponents. Here's a pass over the middle and going up, making the catch for Edgewood is Parker Hall, senior wide receiver. 
That was a, a bit of a jump ball there, but Parker Hall goes up and wins it and then comes down with it at the 24. Pretty good coverage, but he, he just kind of uh, just outstrength the defender, kind of went over him and made a nice catch. Game just went final in Brownstown. Brownstown Central 35, Batesville 28. So the Bulldogs run in the IHSAA 3A state tournament comes to an end tonight. Run, handoff, and taking it forward is Austin Schwartz. He'll gain about three, second and seven coming up. Not a bad season for Batesville. They'll end it at nine and three. Evan Olery, the third-year head coach at Batesville. Got an injury out there. Doing a nice job with things there at the dog pound. Just not meant to be tonight. We got an injured player for Edgewood down at the 21. And the clock stop with five and a half to go in the fourth quarter. We'll take a breather here as well. We'll come back and finish out this game. East Central all over Edgewood right now, 57-14 to 14 on Eagle Country 99-3 at EqualCountryOnline.com. Fall is in the air and Friday night lights are back on. I'm Dr. David Argo with Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We see student athletes and their families daily for all varieties of orthopedic problems. At our Beacon West location, we have on-site x-ray, MRI, surgery, and convenient evening and weekend hours. Call us today at 513-354-3700 for an appointment or visit us on the web at beaconortho.com. Let us get you back in the game. Hey, it's Bob Shannon. I've got your pet patrol, the community calendar, and more every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Injured player for Edgewood was Cole May, one of the three sophomore starters on this Edgewood offensive line. And we're ready to play football again. Second down and seven at the 21-yard line for the Edgewood Mustangs. Skylar Curtis looking in the pocket to throw. Will then run up the middle and then throw, completing it to David Brown. Brown makes the catch for a first down at the East Central 9. Not a especially large East Central fan base making the trip here to Ellisville tonight. But a hearty few did. And I'm anticipating we'll have a large crowd at Trojan Field next Friday for the regional game. Edgewood stands have thinned out considerably from the start of this game. There's a run (laughs) by Ethan Jacobs down to the five. Bring up second and goal from the five. He was hit. Mustangs. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, but he's a big boy. He just kind of bounced off and hit you. Right now they're going against East Central's reserve team. Kind of easy to understand why East Central wouldn't have a big road following tonight with uh, that's a long being drive. Two and a half hours on a Friday evening. You probably get some hardcore parents. Grandparents and a few folks like that to make the trip here to Ellisville tonight, but they're a casual fan. They're probably not going to be able to get out of work early and get here in time for a kickoff. Here's a quick pass to the corner of the end zone. It is overthrown incomplete. Bringing up fourth down and goal 
for the Mustangs with now four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I stopped the clock there. I thought it was running for a while. I thought it was, too. Here we go, fourth down, and the Mustangs are going to go for it. Curtis, quarterback under center, pitch to Bellamy, and he's going to get to the edge and in for the Edgewood score. We'll make it look a little bit more respectable. A garbage time touchdown for the Mustangs makes it 57 to 20. Bellamy with perhaps his final touchdown of his high school career right there. 22 touchdowns here in his senior season for the Edgewood Mustangs. Senior tailback. Going to finish his senior season with over 1,600 rushing yards. And here that the Mustangs are going to go for two. wide receiver on each side. Curtis will be under center. Curtis takes the handoff. Rose standing right there on the edge of the goal line is the receiver and it's caught for the touchdown. That is Ethan Jacobs I believe on the receiving end. And so with 3.46 to go in the fourth quarter, the Trojans will get it back and hopefully a few first downs and a few knees. They'll be loaded on the bus and headed back to St. Leon with a victory in the pocket and the school's 19th sectional championship. Back after this on Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com. Look around you. One in three women and one in six men have experienced violence in a personal relationship. Safe Passage is available to bring safety and hope to those living with abuse. Visit our website, safepassageinc.org, or call our toll-free helpline at 877-733-1990 for information and resources, safepassageinc.org. Hey, it's Double T, Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Back in Ellisville with Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Frillerberg. 3.46 to go, fourth quarter, East Central, 57-22 for Edgewood. After a LeVon Bellamy touchdown run from four yards out. Chuck, how about a look at our star of the game presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Here's an onside kick attempt, and it's fielded quickly by East Central's Jake Fike at the 47. So, stars of the game, get the pick one for East Central. Who would you go with? Uh, hard to go against Maxwell, isn't it? Uh, he did a little bit Typically of everything. the case. Yep. How about a little love for Devin Donaworth, though? I... Man, First came I, back from injury. I've been a, come up with a fumble recovery and an interception. I've been a I've been a big fan of him uh, for the last two years, uh, uh, but uh, and he's a close second. But I don't you, can't, you know Maxwell just did too much. I like Rosemeyer. He set the tone right off the bat. He, uh, he was running like a wild man out there. Uh, I think he set the tone early. 
So we'll say Alex Maxwell, your star of the game, presented by Gary Trable. It's a run by East Central. And on that run is Joey Gilson. Your star of the game presented by Gary Trable, your local sales expert at Herlinger Chevrolet in West Harrison. Stop and see Gary at Herlinger Chevrolet the next time you're shopping for a new vehicle. And see why 25 years of repeat customers keep on coming back. How about a check of your Hagford keys to the game, Chuck? He said that you're going to have to keep Bellamy intact and run the football better than they have. Uh, you know, a couple times we've seen them coming down the stretch, and they did both very, very well today. This Bellamy kid's a nice. That's a. They did a great job on a good runner. A run by Brandon Manis. And he will lose a yard, setting up third down and about maybe gain half a yard, actually, after they spot the football. Third down and 11 for East Central. That's your Hagford keys to the game. Hagford's been family-owned and operated for over 55 years. Stop by the dealership on US 50 in Greendale and get your keys to a brand-new Ford today. Check out their inventory at HagfordSales.com. Third down. And off, running with it to the right side is Ringer. And he's unable to get to the outside. And will be tackled for a loss, setting up fourth down and 15 for East Central. One more thanks to our friends at Safe Passage, Inc. If you or someone you know is facing domestic abuse, local help is available. Call Safe Passage, Inc. at 877-773-1990 or visit safepassageinc.org. All scoring plays tonight for East Central presented by Safe Passage, Inc. Also, first downs presented by Buffalo Wings and Reigns in Greendale for every first down the Trojans get in this game. Every fan with a ticket to the game or wearing team apparel gets a free wing or ring with the purchase of a wing after the game. That's only available at Buffalo Wings and Rings on Flossie Drive in Greendale tonight after the game. Get the ultimate sports restaurant experience at Buffalo Wings and Rings. And a timeout called didn't see who called that, but one of them called it with 1.23 to go in the fourth quarter. I thought that was Edgewood, but I'm not positive. And I don't know why anybody would call timeout now. Also, a big thanks to Ivy Tech Community College, the sponsor of our stats report tonight. Do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville. Learn more at ivytech.edu. How about our player who fueled the game. How about Wardway Fuels? Your local propane and home heating oil provider with fast delivery to your business or home. Visit Wardway.com. I'd say the player that fueled the game tonight. And we gave the star of the game to Alex Maxwell, but you made a good point about Eric Rosemeyer. We'll give him the player that fueled the game award from Wardway Fuels. I think that's a, that's a good award for him tonight, I think, don't you? I would say so. Fourth down and 15 at the 42 for East Central. They are going to punt. Rosemeyer is out there to punt. It'll cause the return man for the Mustangs to backtrack to the 15, and he'll be smothered there. No chance for a return for Eden Seek, sophomore, for the Mustangs. 
One minute, 14 seconds left. I sure hope they don't come out throwing the ball. <laughs> well, they did have uh, their reserves in there on that punt return. See if uh, uh, yep. they don't bring out the reserves for what is probably the final possession of this game. Let's hope, anyways, for either team. <laughs> come to think of it, maybe that's why they called the timeout to get everybody situated for... Uh, the reserves, the reserves come out and play because they're all out there right now. 57 to 22 East Central. That'll be the final score. Barring another late touchdown here in garbage time from Edgewood. But after last week's drama in St. Leon, Chuck, I think the Trojans welcomed a game like this. Well, I told you last night, last week was the sectional championship. Those two teams were, I looked at that, uh, that bracket and they were by far the two best teams I thought. That doesn't mean that's always going to happen, but it, it, I, I don't think uh, I think South Irvine would have beat this team too, don't you think, or not? Uh, yeah, I think so. There's a handoff running it to the right side for Edgewood, and then staying inbounds, luckily. First down, though. They're going to stop the clock. Yep. On the run. Mike, I want to go home. 22. <laughs> John Burton. Plus, <laughs> got late things to do tomorrow. We need to get a good night's sleep, right? Uh, you you got that five mile thing, and I got a tee off time at 9.45. I'm helping yeah. uh, work the uh, Whiskey City Festival 5K in downtown Lawrenceburg tomorrow. Come on out for that. The starts at 11 o'clock at the clock tower on the levee. Hope to see you there. I'll be on the uh, first tee, and I'll think about you, though, out there running. <laughs> you guys running. What's, what's your tee time? Nine, 9.47, 9.40, something like that. You get a good night's sleep. We'll get home probably maybe have you in bed around 1. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's the final play. There's a knee by Edgewood. Ball game. 13 seconds and counting. These two teams will line up in midfield to shake hands. Clearly the better team won tonight. East Central 57, Edgewood 22. Your final. The Trojans claim their 19th IHSAA football sectional championship tonight on the red field in Evansville. Congratulations to head coach Don Stonefield and crew for once again becoming sectional champions. Chuck, this uh, East Central football program, this year in and year out, they get it done. Yeah, they they just do a great job. Their kids, uh, you know, it, it, it's something special to be a Trojan football player. You know, as you grow up over there, they know the history. Uh, they know, um, you know, just being a, a, a football player over at East Central. And other, you know, they are the the uh, program that everybody wants to be in this part of the state, you yep. know? That they are, yeah. There's a lot of these players on this team, probably, you know, going back four or five years ago when uh, they won a sectional in 2010. Probably were watching uh, the players for East Central back that year, won the sectional and do some other great things. I thought, I want to be a part of that. And here they are. Now four years in a row, East Central has won this 4A sectional 23. We're going to take a break here on Eagle Country 99.3. When we come back, we'll have a brief Whitewater Motor Company and Milan postgame show. Back after this, East Central winner tonight over Edgewood. 
5722 on Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and eaglecountryonline.com. There's a certain comfort that comes from seeing a familiar face, from hearing a name you know. Whitewater Motor Company in Milan is proud to welcome Doug Bergman to the most trusted name in the car business. Doug has lived here his whole life, driven those same highways and back roads. So when he looks you in the eye and shakes your hand, you can count on getting the right vehicle at the right price. The tradition continues at Whitewater Motor Company in Milan, the most trusted name in the car business. WhitewaterMotorCompany.com Trust your propane and heating oil needs to Wardway Fuels. At Wardway, we're dedicated to keeping you warm and comfortable all winter. With our automatic delivery service, you have the peace of mind knowing your propane or oil supply is safe and sufficient. Wardway's low prices and fast, friendly service makes them your first choice for oil and propane. Family-owned and operated since 1981, we're Wardway Fuels, fueling your warmth and comfort all year long. Hey, it's Double T, Travis there. Drive home with me every weekday on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country Company and Milan post game show, the most trusted name in the car business with Chuck Thomas. I'm Mike Perleberg. Final score here tonight 57 22, East Central all over Edgewood, and it claims the Trojans' 19th sectional championship in school history in the sport of football. So, congratulations to the entire East Central football program for their continued excellence. And the Trojans fans who uh, made the trip here to Ellettsville, Indiana tonight get to see the Trojans hoist. That sectional championship trophy here on the red field at the Mustang Corral. Chuck, a little bit anticlimactic, but nonetheless, mission accomplished. East Central sectional champs again. Well, it looked a lot better tonight than they did last week. They uh, uh, ran the ball, passed the ball. Defense was outstanding. Offensive and defensive line dominated the game uh, from the very beginning. All right, Chuck, how about a look at our final stats report presented by Ivy Tech Community College? Okay, let, let, let's just do the major ones, okay? Yep. East Central uh, cracked out almost 500 yards of offense tonight, uh, 497. 42 rushes for 358 yards, and they had 139 yards in the passing. The dynamic duo, once more, I don't know, we got we to come up with some kind of nickname. Dynamic duo, don't do it. Maxwell rushes for 131, and Rose, Rosemeyer... 128. Uh, uh, Maxwell uh, has a nice night throwing the ball. Eight for 14 for that 139 yards. Really, this score was uh, 57 to seven. Really, the, the 15 points scored in the fourth quarter was against the reserve team. Complete domination uh, by them. That's the main stats. The ones that uh, trouble me though are the penalties. Uh, 
the penalties yeah. uh, down there, that's not a good thing. They they had uh, six penalties for 70 yards, um, and some of those were, bi- and you mentioned it earlier, after big games, and you can't do that if you're going to play in the state championship game. You, you just can't do that. We'll see next year, next week. But you know what? Next week, and I think I was telling you off the air, uh, this, this Harrison team has problems with penalties, too. They, they crank out a lot of them. A lot of speed. It's going to be an interesting game. Good thing uh, I'm glad it's uh, back home. Evansville Central just gone final. They defeat Boonville tonight, 49 to 20. So it is official. East Central, Evansville Central, next Friday night in St. Leon. We'll hear the game here on Eagle Country 99.3 in the 4A regional round and the Indiana High School football state tournament as the Trojans try to get back to the state championship game. They're now two wins away from returning to the state finals at Lucas Oil Stadium. At your uh, post-game stats report presented by Ivy Tech Community College, do the math and see why Ivy Tech makes financial sense for pursuing your degree. Campuses are conveniently located in Lawrenceburg and Batesville or more at ivytech.edu. That's going to do it for us. Before we say goodbye, let's uh, thank a few people for helping us out with the broadcast tonight. Of course, uh, all the staff here at Edgewood High School uh, for their hospitality shown toward us. We got set up with everything we needed to have a successful broadcast this evening. I'd like to thank the head coach of uh, Edgewood as well. That is Brian Roseberg for providing us with the stats and uh, some other information in regards to this team to help us get prepared for tonight's broadcast. Of course, Coach Don Stonefield doing the same for us. He's the head coach of the East Central Trojans in his uh, 10th year at East Central and another uh, sectional championship to put on uh, his resume here at EC. And we'd also like to thank our businesses and advertisers here on Eagle Country 993 High School Sports. Next time you visit one of those great local businesses, please let them know you appreciate their support of high school sports on Eagle Country 99.3. And we got to thank the man back in the studio pushing the buttons on the board. That is Pete Arnold. Pete, thanks for doing a great job once again for us back at the Eagle's Nest. Listen to Pete and Jim Bob tomorrow morning on Country Gold here on Eagle Country 99.3. I always do. Always every do. Saturday from 7 to 10 a.m. And that's going to do it for us tonight from Ellettsville, Indiana, where the East Central Trojans defeat the Edgewood Mustangs by a 57-22 final score. For Chuck Thomas, I'm Mike Perleberg saying thanks for listening to High School Football on Eagle Country 99.3 and so on. You've been listening to a hometown tradition. High school sports on your hometown radio station. The games on Eagle Country 99.3 are powered by Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Buffalo Wings and Rings in Greendale, the City of Lawrenceburg, Community Spirit Credit Union, the Dearborn County Health Department, DeVille Pharmacy in Dillsboro, Rising Sun, and Lawrenceburg, Garing Heating and Cooling in Batesville, Ag Ford in Greendale, Margaret Mary Health, Steve Sunoco BP, Jim True Ford in Brookville, St. Elizabeth Healthcare, Gary Trable, sales expert at Hurlinger Chevrolet, Savista Bank, Safe Passage Inc., U.S. Army Aurora Recruiting Station, Wardway Fuels Inc., and Whitewater Motor Company in Milan. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for a hometown tradition. High School Sports on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. comes from some other beginnings From the United Community Bank Studios inside the Eagle's Nest, WSCH Aurora Lawrenceburg, your high school sports station is your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3 and EagleCountryOnline.com.